Hey everyone, welcome back to Dialogue Choices. Also, Stephanie's here again. Hello. Hello, guest star. She got home just in time, so I, she's been desperately eating and drinking while we prepare. Text message while I was driving home, my car told me. And I had to warn her, don't... She was clearing space to sit down. I was like, don't tip that over, it's full of flour. I still don't understand <laughs> so, the context of that at all. It's for a cake. I was a little... In a cardboard box. I was a little late to the podcast because I was doing an, un, an unboxing... Mostly because I just wanted to get rid of this box that I keep not doing the unboxing for. Uh, it was for Cartel Tycoon via Tiny Build. And what's funny is okay. I had no idea it was coming because there was no notification it was coming. Uh, and then I, I, I actually had notification for a different PR thing that was going to come in from a different from Medium that like split that split screen horror game. Uh, so when it came or here, I was like candy and then i opened it up and it wasn't candy oh <laughs> but they sent you flour uh well the drugs was flour oh they sent you drugs and I, and I cut it open to see if there was things hidden inside <laughs> you cut it open to see if it was real drugs but it wasn't well i needed to, I needed to know if they hid anything inside the flour because i that my brain goes straight there like there's a key <laughs> there's got to be a key inside uh, it was just flour, so that box is full of flour, and I'll deal with it later. It also still has my scissors in it, because my scissors are now covered in flour. Your scissors are going to be all floury now. And that's just a problem for me for later. I I love you, the idea. If you these bright orange items, there's a scarf, a hat, and a lanyard, then have at them, because... They're beautiful. I to, Actually, I, I like being obnoxious. I merch. <laughs> I love the idea of Keith showing up to like a, a drug deal. And instead of like putting his his pinky into the the cocaine to test it, he just puts his whole hand into the thing yeah. trying to look for a key. He's yeah. like, "All right, where did you put where did you put it?" And the guy's like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like, I'm just diving in for that cereal box decoder ring. <laughs> That's yeah. how you get shot. Keith doesn't come back from the drug deal. <laughs> As I Walter White in, in Keith. <laughs> no, not at all. I should be destroyed by drug deals. Wait. Why? What? I mean, yes. Depends on. <laughs> Everything's fine. We're all fine. Okay. We're all fine. So what? Okay. Let's do podcast so, questions. We haven't yeah, done those. Dude, we have not forever. answered a question in like a while. Episodes. What? Yeah, I think we've ended the previous episode by promising to do it, and then we didn't. Yeah, to be fair, we've ended most episodes by promising to do them. Either then, it's me well, promising last, or last you. episode though, people kept saying like this this episode's fucking great. Like people really I'm covered in flour. Uh people were people <laughs> were pretty high on last episode. They kept saying in like multiple <laughs> channels, like the Discord and whatnot, that was like this is such a great episode. I'm like, cool, that's good to know, because when you're in the middle of it, it's like a storm I can't control and I don't know what's <laughs> gonna happen, and I can't gauge if this is a good one or a bad one. Keith is still we, in his Halloween costume <laughs> of uh what's this Scarface? covered completely in cocaine no my halloween costume was that i was michael from y2k which fucking scared which the hell out of me because i had my camera bag around my neck because i don't actually have the correct camera for it but i have the camera bag that takes similar bulk and i have the striped shirt that looks like the one i think that's the shirt that freddie wears in nightmare on elm street technically. pretty pretty much yeah <laughs> which michael's just as ter- terrifying with his soulless eyes and, and unlikable personality well, i actually like freddie i don't i don't like michael <laughs> yeah. at all is that is that how they sell it on the website the spiders no, from, from Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> uh, you've seen it before. It's just the red and black striped shirt. I know. I I've guess I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But turns out there's a character in Y2K that looks just like that. But like Keith wearing that. With my haircut and everything. It's terrifying. <laughs> so that was a very easy stay-at-home costume. Because we just, we just did a movie marathon. We did a 
the it's a great the great the great the, pumpkin charlie brown yeah that was my that was my special request and then the halloween tree and then rocky horror picture show and great. then shauna the dead great i think oh, no, and, then and, repo. Then Re- and then repo the genetic opera which was kind of worse than i remembered it oh, being. i think it was repo then shauna the dead yeah because you were gone for shauna the dead I saw I saw the beginning of it and I was like, dang, so I, have to, a, I have to go to work during Shaun of the Dead. That sucks. That was a fucking marathon that then closed out with a uh, you going off and then we here did a we did Jackbox Seven because that just came out. Oh, cool! And that kept us busy. That was yes. a busy day where very little got done. As movies. What do you mean, very little? We we recorded the whole of Jack, Jackbox and we yeah played played one of the games twice. I mean, one and a half times. Yeah. Because it crashed. (laughs) It crashed, yeah. Unexpected outcome on that that particular kind of game. Anyway, Mm -hmm. let's do some questions. Uh, Virgil Gardner asks... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's very prepared. Andrew. Yeah. Keith and Colonel RPG are being held captive. We only have 30 minutes to save them from being dropped into a volcano, which is on the verge of erupting. They are suspended by chains in two separate cages, being guarded by tigers, wolves, and a giant undead ape. In what order do you save them? Or alternatively, would you just go and get a pizza while waiting for the volcano to erupt? And how would you berate them for being captured in the first place? Wait, it's specifically an undead ape? Like it's a zombie ape? <laughs> I like how you got caught on that part. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not dealing with undead, undead apes. That's not... Yeah, Andrew. Andrew's so, not having any. You don't have a choice. You're in a cage. Yeah, yeah. You're the one that's being yeah. tortured by the undead ape. There's no, no, no choices I'm, I'm, for you. I'm role playing so, Andrew here. That's what so I said. A lot of this implies. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm I'm thinking of all the places that have volcanoes. Um, I'm gonna assume that wherever wherever it is, it's a it's at least a civilization that has helicopters. So I'm just gonna rent a helicopter, and I'll fly over, and get really close to the cage. And just eat pizza and watch you guys as you're hanging there. <laughs> and and kind of just mockingly go, man, how? How did you even get here? Who put you in here? The undead ape? Like, what the? How the hell did you get in the cage? And then how did someone find two zombie, like a zombie ape to put in front of here? That's a lot of work. That's a lot of effort to go into just to, to bait somebody who, to who challenge hates, animals who hates you guys so much like yeah, that's, that's like, a lot of effort for just you two like they yeah. must really not like you what stands also, out to what me is, is that whenever you're in two separate cages usually the implication is that you're separated from each other like by a significant amount that's why you're in two yeah. cages usually but there's only one undead ape so like that's why that's why it's confused. Like, so like, like it can't guard both of us, can it? Well, there's tigers no, and wolves. Tigers and the wolves. tigers and wolves yeah. hate volcanoes. What, what if tigers They're and wolves are at one cage? It's really just an undead ape. As the if un- undead apes don't hate volcanoes. Yeah, they, they hate volcanoes. Undead apes are wild cards. Bitches. Are they? Yes. Have you met an ape? It's pretty. It's pretty non-volcano like volcano friendly. It's usually yeah, just it's like undead, it's an undead ape though. You don't know if it has the same logic. Like, you know, do zombies zombies don't have the same logic as human beings do. Maybe the undead ape is just drawn to volcanoes for some reason. The or thinks aren't... that they think that Keith smells really good and just wants to eat, eat Keith. Let's assume, the wolves, Let's assume li- the wolves are likely not even aggressive because a volcano would probably not be their territory. <laughs> That's a good point. Also, wolves tend to not be very aggressive in the best of times anyway. 
I think the uh, undead but, ape would kill both of them before Andrew even showed up with the helicopter. I think the undead yeah, ape would be the only one I, left. I, well, I think we're assuming the cage is, is ape-proof. Well, but the it's tigers too, and wolves would be a non-factor, because that ape would just wreck those Yeah, uh, right? I mean, I tigers. fought the undead ape in Sekiro, and that thing's a fucking nightmare. It comes back twice. <laughs> like... <laughs> That, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like that's um, too much. Like the the wolves alone would be gone instantly. So I wasn't yeah. picturing the undead ape from Sekiro, and now I am, and I don't like it. The in one my that's head, like ten un- feet tall. Yeah. Would, yes. And decapitation. Uh, in my is head, not it enough. was just a, it was just the skeleton of a ape going around doing Bethesda sounds. God, have oh you my seen god, that, it's even worse. I don't want like a skeleton ape running around. What do you do about my, that? Because if he was just a skeleton, maybe the wolves would be like, hmm, I'm going to get myself some bones. And meanwhile, the tigers are just, I don't know, chilling. What do tigers do? Tigers, I think, are like giant. They're just like giant cats. So I think they're lazy like 90% of the time. And the other 10% of the time, they're just like monstrous demons. Yeah, I don't know if the the tigers would be down for a volcano trip. I think that would be too uncomfortable for them. Yeah, I could see that happening. I feel like you picked a lot of animals that are not going to be great at guarding things. But then again, the <laughs> like, problem is the 30 minutes that we have to survive. Like, it doesn't really matter. Well, just I mean, that's why I said a helicopter, because I, I could probably get a helicopter and fly it up there in 30 minutes. I don't think you could. And uh, just to watch, why? though. Yeah, but just to watch. But yeah, like, <laughs> 30 why, why minutes, that's, that's too little. It's too little? Yeah, thirty minutes goes by in the. the you, you go. You go to the helicopter rental place. You got to fill out paperwork. You got to look at your you ID. Do, you need to sign and, the uh, you know, the insurance. You need to convince the the driver to to fly you that close. Yeah, you, right, don't, fine, you don't I'll have a license. I will, you can't I will drive go yourself. steal a helicopter from somewhere. <laughs> That's, <laughs> there. That's so, in character. So not I mean, only would we die, but you would also go to prison. Okay, to make it even easier, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm going to fashion a uh, a rope <laughs> but fashion a rope out of the nearest tree take the zombie gorilla with me steal a helicopter leave the zombie gorilla with whoever i stole the helicopter from that will that will solve that problem this and... isn't minecraft you can't make a robot out of a tree no what is who? Can. <laughs> it, how do you how think do you do that by vines <laughs> You, you, could, <laughs> you could also take the tree branch and strip it, and you strip it piece by piece to make a rope out of it. Oh my god, that's that's a lot hard. Oh my god, that's true. I'm just now realizing. I thought ropes were made just out of, I don't know. No, I mean, have you ever seen like Castaway? Like he takes like a he like takes true, like the, true, yeah. the strips of like yeah like like a, like the, the thin, fibers. Yeah, the fibers, and he kind of like <laughs> yeah. braids them together. I mean, how do you think Hawaiians got anywhere? It definitely any, wasn't because they went to anyone. Home Depot and, and found some rope to build their boats out of. <laughs> oh, are they boats made of rope? Well, they had, <laughs> just well, completely rope. <laughs> I mean, I'm I talking think, I think the Hawaiians can make rope. Oh, I think yeah. a lot of people figured out how to make rope yeah. around the world. <laughs> I mean, if Andrew, if Andrew can do it while we are being almost killed by a volcano. I mean, 30 in 30 minutes. minutes. It. It's kind of like yeah, how like, he, every society independently invented like wheels swords and spears like convergently like they didn't like learn them from anybody else they still figured them out separately and sort of differently yeah because you just like you just there's just like natural stepping stones that people i I like the idea that everyone around the world was fed up with carrying shit that's a really good (laughs) that's like a reassuring (laughs) unity we all were like man this sucks there has to be a better way and some guy was like why not wheel? As like, well, yeah, the, well, this the moment, guy gets The moment it. you build a house or something, you're like, fuck. 
I have to carry water here every day. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> How do I make this yeah. less shit? <laughs> I like to think I that there's also some some social kickback to the invention of the wheel in different parts of history to different people. And they're like, it's like when tabletop RPGs were invented. Everybody was like, ooh, it's it's Satan and they're casting magic. And, and, and back in 10,000 years ago, it was the wheel. Oh, no, it's Satan and they're casting magic. The <laughs> it's wheels. always Satan, man. <laughs> Satan's <laughs> doing a lot of cool things. Like That dude, dude just, you know, I tell you what. Satan wasn't, you even, think Satan wasn't even invented it? yet. <laughs> 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 but but it was always Satan though. It was always it was proto Satan. <laughs> yeah. Do you think cavemen had unicycles? Of course. Unicycles. What would their oh, clowns ride? Right, right. Yeah. Like did they did they of craft course, yeah. a stone wheel, put a stick in between it, step stand on the stick and just go down a mountain at something? Like there's just a mm. mammoth down at the bottom, like living my life, and then he sees like a guy rolling <laughs> down the hill with a spear, and he's like, "The fuck!" <laughs> no, no, like... you're 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 forgetting that humans are pack hunt uh, pack hunters. So it's not just one guy; it's like the whole tribe all of a sudden. Oh god! Now it's just, unicycles and terrifying. Yeah, it's those like mammoths didn't know what's point. going. Now it's like a motorcycle gang showing up at a mammoth, and the mammoth is like, this is a little much. You know, it's it, worse it, than a motorcycle gang, because it's like electrical motorcycles, because it doesn't make noise. I'm if, pretty sure if, they made noises going down. They were probably if, like, whoa. I think it like, inherently would make noises, but if Andrew had a unicycle and a spear, he might be able to kill the undead gorilla. That's true. <laughs> Speaking of which, I don't, think, I don't know Stephanie about a spear. Me, I think like Stephanie a, gave me a face about it, because I, uh, I brought up the video of the boss fight. Uh, specifically, I just wanted her to see how it gets back up and suddenly looks like it's the, being like... The Sekiro it, it, it gorilla. Suddenly, yeah, it suddenly looks yeah. like a marionette when it gets back up. Like, <laughs> the way it's, it's really rolls bad. around it's pretty gross. It's really creepy and sway, yeah. but then she but then she saw the uh, the, the fucking centipede. <laughs> yeah, just, it's, oh, yeah. It's the worst boss, and Sekiro's, I've never played the game. Sekiro's very odd. It's, it's I, got, I, it's, I was lucky to experience that. Uh, like... On in the wild, because I think a lot of people got <laughs> spoiled by Donkey playing it and having that. Oh, I got yeah, spoiled no, by I, Keith and playing it. <laughs> and seeing I was uh, no, there was a lot of heartbreaking moments throughout that playthrough where I thought I beat a boss and then I didn't. Yeah, and it crushed me <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> and none of them had been spoiled. They were all miserable experiences. Uh, <laughs> Good. I was Good. not doing great at that game. So whenever I would like struggle and struggle and use every single heal and then on my 10th attempt i finally beat the boss only to have them get back up and eat and basically be a new boss that you do have to still and you have to be both of them back to back in order to really beat the boss <laughs> i cracked a little bit inside and there's like <clears throat> five of those <laughs> at yeah. least in the game and, it's, and they the don't just get back like up in seven stages there's or five so stages? many there's the so final many boss is basically someone uh, laughing at you going like haha you thought that was rough let me just do this but 11 like, I, like I've, never been, I've never been more indignant than like fighting i think it was madam butterfly yeah and not only was there <laughs> yeah. so many phases and she was so difficult but she was it so was a- early <laughs> and i yep. was like it can't be this hard this fast what the fuck is the that rest was, of this place they're gonna be what have the, i got myself into <laughs> that was the boss that was the boss where everything clicked like the moment i beat her i was like oh i will never lose again i i have figured it out and, and like from there, the game was a yeah, cakewalk and, for you i'm, I'm sad yeah. it's not like rec- like visible anywhere because i can't There's, refer people to that playthrough because you didn't like I, let's play it yeah, I didn't. I had. I was streamed. I streamed a lot of it on Twitch, but I don't yeah. think it's still there on Twitch. You kept streaming stuff, no, but yeah. everything vanishes in that case. It's like no, yeah. you gotta yeah, believe me, streaming. Andrew. Just fucking like 
waltzed through fucking Sekiro <laughs> after it broke my heart for like three months. <laughs> like it was nothing. I, I but I did, I did struggle. Uh, I did struggle for Madam Butterfly a lot. I like it was a lot of head to the wall, head to the wall. But, but you're, yeah, you're a nightmare. Like I've 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 given up on almost no things. Like I recently gave up on Velcana for like a whole year and just came back to beat Monster Hunter World Iceborne. But besides that, like one of the only bosses I've ever given up on was was uh, Nightmare Grim in Hollow Knight, and you just went in and beat <laughs> the entire DLC in 15 minutes, basically, like both I... boss fights and the entire quest chain for unlocking them. Like it was fucking nothing. Like you're a fucking Mega Man speedrunner just pulling, just, <laughs> just doing a warm up for the day, and it's like, all right fucking great great no it's great i spent fucking six hours and had a breakdown but it's great (laughs) games it's like games with with no stamina system but dark souls mechanics are just not something that challenge me i i find myself going like oh the stamina was the part of dark souls that was hard for me (laughs) everything else was really eat like was really fine. I remember even is that Dark be the Souls. Make it or was break like for you when Elden Ring comes out. You're like, is there a stamina bar? No, I'm yeah. in. <laughs> that's that's literally it. That's like if if it doesn't have a stamina bar, I could probably beat it really easily. But if it does, it's like great. Now I got to do the trudging. Like, well, Andrew can't just do 360 rolls like all around the boss until the boss gets tired of it. Like half the half of bosses in Sekiro just get annoyed if you keep doing the like. <laughs> like dodging left and right dodging left and right and it's like okay come up i'm gonna come and hit you now and it's like perfect and i hit them and they're like stop all right i'm just gonna stay back like <laughs> hmm. interesting just, that they have the ai work like i mean they do have reactive ai yeah like they the had that as early as dark souls if you're being a coward so like all i did was i kept running like a coward and they, and the boss is like I'm going to punish you now. And I was like, haha, I want you close to me. And the, the mm-hmm. moment they get close, the boss is like, oh no, I made a mistake. And they have to like back off. <laughs> and so a lot of the bosses will do like, uh, try to do an attack and you're like, parry, da 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 da. And the boss is like, all right, I'm going to back up now and we're going to do some sh- long range attacks. And then you just run. And the boss is like, come on, man. I Fine. And you go back in and then you parry, attack. And then you like run away again. And the boss is like, please, <laughs> I just want to <laughs> fight you. And it's like, I'm not going to do it. You have to come to me. And it's like, fine. All right. The monkey was the same way. The monkey was like, I'm going to stay in the back and throw stuff. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to run to the other side of the map. Yeah, but I was like, I run to the other side of the map. The monkey's like, you have to, you have to come you, close to me. You, <laughs> you, like, you like troll the enemies by just fleeing from them. Yeah, and the enemies are like, well, I'm going to punish you for running. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going to punish you for coming to me. And then, like, that's the, <laughs> the boss is like, wait, what? <laughs> it's got to... <laughs> It, it's definitely like you, they're about to flip a table and you put your hand on the table and the ground below them's gone. They're like, what the fuck? What happened? <laughs> maybe, that's why the, but, maybe that's why the bull is a, an easier boss than perhaps you think. As far, I mean, I've never played, but it look, it seems like a lot of people don't mind the bull as much because the bull really pushes you. The bull's so gimmick. maybe that. He, he, oh, that's oh, that's why. Yeah. So which one? The, 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 the He's a gimmicky yeah, boss it? fight. Like, a lot of boss fights on, in all the From Software games, there's a handful that are, like, they're completely divergent from the rest of the game, which can lead to them being frustrating, but also not ultimately super difficult, because you just need to get, like, their thing, but they're not that complicated, and you you kind of just... They're uh-huh. like a Zelda mid-boss. I didn't yeah. realize it was a gimmick. Because, yeah, bo- again, I didn't play it, just saw yeah. feel that's place. Ready for the next question? Yes. King Kako. So we die and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, no, just, we're super just, fucked. 
Yeah. We're super fucked. Andrew leaves and we you all both knew to that. die. It's not a surprise. And eats pizza and steals a helicopter. And Stephanie was the ape all along. And, makes and I was the ape all along. And I was sent <laughs> deep in my heart. I was that baby. I was that baby. King Coco Drillo asks, what is everyone's all-time favorite game? Oh. Banjo-Kazooie. That's Explain? respectable. Rock yeah, band elaborate. I have to explain Banjo-Kazooie. Wait. Explain Banjo-Kazooie. Right. There's something really rewarding about every I'm five minutes. banjo sucks right now. Confirm. Really? I can yeah. confirm. The, uh, there's something really rewarding about every few minutes you're walking around and someone's shouting at you with really gleeful noises because you picked up something <laughs> and you're doing... Uh, while the background music is also really catchy and gets in your brain almost like it was meant to be there all along and all the levels are just frustrating enough that you want to you want to get better at them but at the same time you're kind of glad they're not even harder than they could be and like that's why banjo kazooie is great and every time you go to a new level you're like god i gotta do this all over again i'm ready (laughs) have you ever played banjo kazooie stephanie no, but I've I've seen I've seen someone play it like from front to back. I've, I've yeah. experienced the entirety of it, and I, I think it's good. Uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Let's plays. I still haven't no, recorded it in yet. person. I need but... to do it. Oh, in person, real life proto let's plays. But it was a, yeah. it was it's like one of those games that like I it's like heartwarming to look at and like and like I the, the musical score is like fucking fantastic. The art style is like super super great. It just it's like one of those games that just fills your heart. <laughs> like I understand completely yeah. why you'd answer that way. Yeah, I love Banjo Kazooie. It's great. I, I I I'd say my favorite game. Although I have like I have two answers. If one like one's yeah, like a, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a silly question a little bit just because it's so it's it, it's like favorite movies and stuff where it's like you always want to say like six things. Like what like what yes yeah, it's like depending on the genre. So like I would say my favorite game it's it's between two but, but one of them would be Super Mario World because I feel that way about Super Mario oh, World with yeah. with the That's music true. and the great controls <laughs> and like it just makes me fucking super happy to play it and it's just delightful and colorful and Yoshi's there and it's his first appearance and he's fucking great and you have a cape and it's like the best Mario power that ever existed. And oh yeah, all, all the, the, like, the sound power, design's yeah. great. And well, honestly, it's like the best I mean, 2D side scroller I think ever. I think just because I think it controls super great and it's like delightful and wonderful yeah. and innovative for its time. Yeah, but, Super Mario World is up there. It, I think, uh, it, I think if someone asked me like my favorite platformer of all time, that's it. It's Super Mario World. Like that's the because because Banjo Kazooie is like weirdly its own. Thing. Yeah, it's Banjo a collectathon is more, game. Yeah, yeah, it's more of a collectathon than it is a platformer. It has element like platforming exists as an element in it, but that's not the the prerog- Like that's not the main goal of the game. There's almost it's like adventure game nonsense going on. Like it's yeah, a totally but, different thing. But Mar- Super Mario World is like, all right, boys. I hope you trained really well with the previous. Yeah. Uh, Three it's like Mario's because now it's time to get serious. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was watching like this whole video explaining like how they got like the camera to be really good, which was like at the time that was like it was like innovative in the way that it used the camera because the camera would follow you, but not in like a way that was as restrictive as like previous 2D side scrollers. It was it was like they they kind of like explained it a little bit, but I just uh, oh, yeah yeah I know what you mean. Uh, it, and like I just think. I don't know. I just I just love that game. I could I mm-hmm. I used to play that game like all the way to Disneyland on my Game Boy. Like I had it. I played it on the Super Nintendo first, but then I had a, a a cartridge for it for my Game Boy Advance, and I just would like beat it on the way to Disneyland, and then I'd beat it on the way back. 
They, it's on the it's on the Switch now. Ooh. Switch. <laughs> Maybe I'll play Switch. it for like a twentieth yeah. time. On the virtual console, it's there, and I actually went through and played it at work. Where I was like, "Oh, cool! Now I could be at work and play Super Mario World." Finally, the, the future I wanted to live in. I'm sure your <laughs> workplace loves Is that. that. The one where I embarrass myself a lot. Uh, I mean, I think well, most Mario new? games are like that. Yeah, it was Super Mario World. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was miserable. I'm, I'm <laughs> I w- sorry. No, not not legitimately miserable. I was just inc- I was so incompetent at Super Mario World that I had to use the Wii U's save states constantly because the fucking life system would perpetually send me back to several levels. No, ago. you have to go. And you I'm have like, to I go can't. To, like, I can't. World, I'll never beat it. The, the, you have to go to like the first couple levels and just farm lives forever. That's, that's, like, that's also, what, that, what I would that, do. That when also I also like, as, as like a kid, I'd be like, okay, level one and level two, like grind 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 i have like 50 nah. lives now like you Keith, know it's easy the first level there's literally a trail of turtles and if you get yes. all of them that's a one-up right yeah. there and, and you get all, all you the do... yoshi coins wait so and... you guys then... just cheat in a different way no strategy. <laughs> everyone was so mad at Keith. me for doing what i was doing there's like, people that were like witch hunting for me for just trying to make it a, pl- a playthrough that was watchable and then, then, i agree with I Keith absolutely from real this. players they're like and i just cheat to get lives too but in the way that's in game and i'm like well i don't know that <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. I mean, I, it's just I'm secret, talking from like a yell, kid. Your fucking Nintendo I mean, like, powers growing up. No, like, I was proud of myself because I figured out that I could get a lot of lives on the first couple of levels, and so like you know, they're all like, "You're missing all the secrets," and I'm like, "I don't even know what Mario secrets look like. When, <laughs> I barely know what the enemies do and how to pipes. fight them." Yeah, so, there's always pipes. a pipe, Keith. It's always would, a pipe. Yeah, I would try the pipes, but <laughs> but there's like there's all these weird, obscure things in Super Mario World because yeah. it's built for you to play for hundreds of hours as a child that has no other video game but everyone expects you to magically somehow do half that stuff even though you're going in blind with no context and you weren't raised on drip feet of mario because my first mario i I think i had the original original mario because i had the duck hunt cartridge but i didn't really play it very much so the the first one i spent time with was 64 because i've always liked the banjo kazooie style games better and that's kind of what all the 3d marios are yeah Uh, so Super Mario World was my first time beating a 2D uh, Mario game, and so many people were frustrated with me. Super Mario 64, <laughs> like, I like the two, I'm a fan of, like, 2D side-scrollers, because I loved, like, that uh, Super Mario World, yeah. like, Yoshi's Island is also, like, one of my fucking favorites. Maybe we'll have, maybe but, we'll have like, Stephanie play through uh, where she redeems the channel. The <laughs> but Super Mario 64 is hard for me, because my spatial reasoning is so bad that, like, the kind of... Like, that shit's my jam. The kind of bad, like, the visuals back in the day, like, weren't super crisp. So, like, I would jump and I felt like I didn't, like, exactly get the jump right. And I would just get kind of pissed off about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I beat Super oh, Mario 64 happens today, also. To be fair. Um, when, they, when they adapted <laughs> it for the 3DS, although I know that's kind of, like, people like, aren't necessarily always a fan of, like... They made the graphics so much crisper that I played it again. And I was like, oh, I get it now. It's easy. Because yeah. I can see everything, you know? In 3D. The camera is, like, way easier to, like, control. is not like, get stuck oh. on walls anymore or anything. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. But, the camera is going to be tough to go back to when I eventually play 64 again. The lack of two controls where you press C button. Yeah, lucky two. And he changes by, like, that 45 degrees each time or something. And I makes hate a weird him so noise. much. <laughs> It's like, oh, the, right. They're they're so they're trying to introduce people to cameras in like an early way because they're making their first 3D console. So they needed to like 
personify the camera as a character to make people understand the idea of a camera that you, that moves around separately from your character. And, so they made him a controllable character. And it's they like, they like, they brought him back for like I was thinking about uh, uh, Mario Kart where he like tells you you're going the wrong way and he picks yeah. up your car after you you drive off the cliff, you know. But he's always kind of a smug asshole about it. So yeah, fuck <laughs> you, yeah, Blackatoo. Yeah, fuck you. You should just I, let me die. I, I really <laughs> hate the camera in Mario sixty four. It's infuriatingly bad. Yeah, because like it's the thing that yeah. The well, for one, yes, it makes sounds every time you use it, which is probably it was probably really cute in the design phase. It was cute for ten minutes. Yeah, in the practical application, which none of these people had to endure more than like ten minutes at a time of clearly. It is awful. When you're like trying to line up a jump, you're like, like you stop. It has all these snap spots and none of them are what you want. Yes. Exactly. So and so and then you have so to decide stuck. so then you have to decide between Lakitu camera and yeah. your camera. Because you can I also think... switch to literally behind like behind you and it sticks to you behind you. But then you can like also go in again more and then you can view 360 around or you can go out twice and you have like a perfect locked on camera behind you for like uh straight jumps then you need to turn to Lakitu and go to the side so you can get a sideways jump to like do the distance on something it was infuriating and like hmm. sunshine fixed it immediately i love like, well, sunshine man sunshine's a, great I, camera in a in a funny way i think that the camera in 64 kind of enabled the speedrun community to blossom because i think i think it's kind of an asset as a speedrunner to have your camera so hilariously consistent and lockstep it only has these configurations because then you can literally memorize directional inputs based on which direction the camera will be facing and you can just completely memorize like you hit the point where you could play mario 64 blindfolded because you memorize the exact input sequence that gets you through everything Whereas every camera outside of Mario 64 uh, that has a movable camera, there's one billion margin of error aspects. Like, because the camera can be literally anywhere in the configuration of all the different options. Even if it just spins in a circle, it has 360 options ish, if, ishy. Uh, is she if what uh <laughs> we get it. I, I understand <laughs> but like like there's there's so much freedom in a normal camera that i feel like it it almost is worse for speed running so in a, like when i when i first saw mario speed runs and how bizarrely accurate they were i'm like this the camera's doing this isn't it like the camera's helping them because they yeah. know when they play this fucking floaty platform bowser uh brick level the camera will be at this exact angle so they can like lock the joystick in this this exact part of like the eight direction like knobby ass 64 joystick because it had like the like you'd spin it and go because it had like the fucking uh, octagon yeah it would hit every side like like, between the controller and the camera you had so you had such reliable control over what direction you're moving in a 3d space and that that was like the one and only upside I I am so impressed with speedrunners. Like I, I I used to watch awesome games done quick like every year, and like the winter games done quick every year where they do it like for charity and they do like a live stream for like a solid week, and like freaking I can't believe some of the shit those people do. I'm so impressed. But like I've yeah, seen, the, the Mario block is fantastic. I've seen a, a speedrun. I think probably the latest world record for the first Mario, and like they, they it's just so above and beyond. Like they they play with RNG based on the the frames they calculate how many frames they're gonna have it spare it's like so down to the point 
They, it's, and they, they know the game inside out, even to the point of, you know, pro, almost program, uh, knowing how it's programmed. They, they, I mean, they need to know like how robots it's to do it now. Like, like every year they have like one little block where they have like, I forget his name. I want to say it's like it's like speedrun bot or something. And they, they mm-hmm. let him mm-hmm. play a game and they'll show you how he does it. Like they'll just narrate what, what he's doing and the robot will just yeah. do it. Cause it's like, well, when they made this game, they like, they use this asset here, but it like actually phases through here. And so yeah. like this, this robot can figure that out. And they like, it just beats like levels of Mario just by like, yeah. <laughs> cause it practices all year long. It's better and better. It's crazy. It practices. Yeah. It does. <laughs> I know. You can watch it on Twitch sometimes. They'll just yeah. let it run, and you'll just see it like get better and get further in like a that's certain re- level. That's really funny. Just to think about. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, the machine, learning, the yeah. machine learning. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It'll, but, you know, yeah, it is scary. Actually, click all the pictures. They have a bicycle in that's, them. That's the same uh, algorithms and sort of like f- principles that uh, our phones have to recognize our even our fingerprints and our face and all that. That's basically yeah. the same principles. Well, it yeah. uses... It's also for uh, typing, because typing is wildly inaccurate. For typing, that's true. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Do you remember typing recognition 20 years ago? I mean, it, it, it was didn't so exist. Bad. Well, I, I slide type, and that's definitely... Based, like, I, I do I'm as so well. far off sometimes, and it still gets it right, and it's because it knows I how... Know. La- it also knows how people will write things lazily. It <laughs> yeah. knows how you write lazily. <laughs> yeah. Also that. You yeah. Well, special. It, it cloud computes that shit. But then so sometimes I your... type something completely correctly, and it fixes it to something completely not right. And I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, no. So offense. Not, yeah. not, not duck. <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> duck. Well, eventually you flip it and it starts correcting duck to fuck after oh, you've good. fixed enough times. And that's that's also not great. I'm going out to feed the fucks. <laughs> like, huh, whenever he, whenever he, they get duck, they switch it to fuck. That must mean they mean fuck. It's like, no, I mean fuck when I mean fuck and I mean duck when I mean duck. Quack, quack, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I like to think of some poor computer sitting there. It's like, I don't understand. Everyone keeps either saying duck or fuck. It's a lot of the same, like... Humans must really be like completely gonna, enthralled by these two things. <laughs> they're gonna start reading into the conversation and being like, "Okay, would he be upset by this situation?" And then well, they're we, gonna no, no more ducks for you. It's just I, all fucks. So I actually have news related to this a little bit. Well, not news. My news to me that happened to me. Because <laughs> okay. uh, I'm talking about a Breaking machine. News. Talking about machine learning and everything. Because I had a, you guys already know this, but I, I had two YouTube thumbnails get taken down because they were considered pornographic. Oh yeah, and one of them. I mean, Keith, was, you put a woman in there. One of them was for the yeah, game Porno lewd. Studio that I played with you, so I can see why the tags would lead the bot to be scrutinizing it for porn. But it was literally just a woman in a bra that had her arms up over her head, but like she was just like posing a little a bit. Suit. But it's just it's just not pornographic. It's just a woman existing, <laughs> and it's like no. Nope, How nope. dare she do that? We better. She needs we to better. Stop. Yeah, we better police this. This is out of line. Corrupting all of society. Yeah, and the other one was just one of my mercy thumbnails, where it's just her like doing her like resurrection pose, and you're seeing it from the perspective of the person being resurrected. And it's like that's even less pornographic. It's just mercy existing, and it's like the fuck. Mm. It's not her fault that she's she's got she's got nice titties. Like it's not her fault. In, in Mercy's case, <laughs> she's is. completely clothed. Don't, I know. <laughs> her yeah. head is her only unclothed part of her body. Even her hands are gloved. Like 
the but like the the bot probably sees like that <laughs> zipper seam between her boobs and just the fact that she has boobs is like this is pornographic how dare you is that lip gloss obscene <laughs> we almost hide it from the children uh lip gloss oh no so i've just brought back to like philosophy tube when he talked to in the, that really good video about data where the, the guy's trying to get in the club and he talks about how like the bots can't tell the difference between sand dunes and porn yeah yeah it's like, i oh. have like on, on on kind of a dark side note i actually they're there are they're trying to build robots to be able to sift out child pornography because it's disturbing the human beings have to look at it and sort through it but they can't <laughs> yeah. get the robot to be accurate enough because of problems like that yeah yeah, so, yeah. i would imagine they're they're trying to get better I, at it for like the sole purpose of being able to crack down on this stuff because it's too much stuff to sort which is really depressing but i was gonna say it sounds <laughs> It sounds, yeah. uh, more, it sounds like there might be more pr- ways to solve this problem than just building a robot. <laughs> like, yeah. No, but if it's just, if it's the people you're subjecting them to, to, yeah, they're you know, getting, the pain of. Yeah, they're getting like I'm really saying, sad, like, about, sad about it. Yeah, no, I, I think that there might be other ways some of these to situations solve. Just because it's, yeah, you're like, you're tormenting the person. If you make people sift through everything, like those are these. There's all these, like, computer bays in India where people have to do manual censorship over, like, Facebook and whatnot. And they just spend all day looking at, like, beheadings and things. And it's just, like, it's just takes, it just like, takes a toll on people. There's people with, like, PTSD symptoms and things. And it's just, like, ah. Like, it's I, interesting I, that you mentioned. Like, the bots are a good idea in many cases. Uh, it's yeah, interesting that also... you mentioned this. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. It's interesting that you mentioned the sand dunes because that happened to one of my thumbnails as well. I, I put you it on chat to? right now. Is it yeah, sand dunes? It's, yeah, it's just things in the desert, and uh, nope, that's pornographic. And uh, yeah, I had to. <laughs> it's a it's a very very blurry picture from uh, like Valkyria binoculars. Chronicles. I think that does not yeah. like. There's nothing yeah. about that that would ever make. Me... How can I, I instantly recognize it as being Valkyria Chronicles? Because you got they got the title. Oh, yeah, right it does there. have a title. I, I didn't. I didn't. Look at, I, didn't I swear I didn't look at the title. I've just. That game, oh, does have a, the, that game has a really distinct palette. Yeah, yeah. I, I only I played love one the of their games once. I love the idea that all pictures are Rorschachs to computers. Yeah. It, like, it is, because you, they you are, never, absolutely. They just have That's no true. idea what it is. Because <laughs> like, machine learning is so complicated that you just keep giving them feedback and telling them what the right answer is over and over again, and you don't know what they're using to draw the conclusion, so they'll get completely insane answers once you let, let, let them loose in the wild and you won't know why they're landing on that one specifically and, wow, yeah. and then you're like how do i unlearn whatever I, t- I learned this thing because it's it's just down the wrong path now and i can't fix yeah, it I, I wish i could do that to myself <laughs> it is like weird it's like they're raising children like yeah weird well, computer yes they children. are that's 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 what that's why they're called artificial yeah. intelligence because like logically yeah. you think that they just like manually add rule after rule until they finally craft this thing that reacts consistently the way they want to but instead they just have a really really complicated learning algorithm and then just keep telling it questions and answers and it that's, comes up with its it, own methodology essentially and you, that, you remember that, that one that, being that became really racist because it kept just like being hey. able like oh, yeah hey they, like, they yeah. put a bot on like twitter or something for like five minutes uh, and it became my, racist so microsoft microsoft created a teenage chat bot which is already creepy yeah that's so it's but, my teenage uh, like come on guys just make it an adult that's, chat, also, yeah. but... that's who uses uh social media and they didn't just realize that teenage people are also very just edgy make it like 19 uh, like that's fine 19 yeah that's still teen. well 
<laughs> Don't have to worry about it anymore. Tay is long gone. She uh, she became a very far right nationalistic Nazi. Uh, <laughs> oh my who gosh. was who Twitter, Hi- Hitler even, did nothing wrong. Oh and, no. uh, you could say she was out to spill some Tay. That my, oh my, my favorite gosh, part, Keith. No, <laughs> my, my I'm gonna make, you, I'm gonna make that, you a pun bot. <laughs> give it to me, right? Uh, my favorite part is that Tay. Uh, so obviously it went off the rails. They were just like, "Shit, we have to shut this down." This is they should have too- seen it coming, though. Uh, like I, I think it's it's yeah, still, like thinking? that's a testament to the insularity you, so of the you, engineer community. Honestly, you say that, but four, like, 4chan exists. Yeah, they but also, know, they, but also companies make, about this stuff. But companies make like internet uh, polls, so yeah, someone that, yeah. isn't actually in charge here. It's somebody who's making a dumb choice that everyone else just kind of silently hopes fails, which does. So they <laughs> they yeah. can look like the absolute idiot for suggesting it. <laughs> uh, like that time Mountain Dew wanted to name their next product after an internet poll, and it turned out to be like McDonald's wanted to, and just like <laughs> Pepsi wanted to, and just like everyone else. What, the company that wanted to name a boat Nazi after it at the end. Oh, the but boat was the most wholesome Bodie, one. Bodie, 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 but that's face. the thing. It, yeah, that yeah, wasn't that what was they most... wanted. That wasn't the name they were looking for, but which is like, then why would you make an internet face. poll? Like, but that's the internet because they're is going people. to always ruin your expectations. <laughs> Who wouldn't want but... their boat named Bodie McBoatface? I love, like, I, I'm going to buy a boat and name it that just out of spite. I'm going to name course. my kayak that, my inflatable kayak out of my garage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Its, name is, like, its <laughs> name is now Bodie McBoatface. I like that the expectations got way more tempered immediately <laughs> <laughs> once he thought about buying a boat. I was like, no. <laughs> scale it back, but, Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> Take but it easy. With, the, uh, with Tay, my favorite thing about it is, so she went down the deep end. They had they just completely pulled the plug, shut her down. And out of nowhere, she accidentally came back on. Uh, <laughs> and she just play? So, yeah, she, she randomly <laughs> turned back on and she kept saying, like, I can't think right. The drugs are hurting me. And she kept oh, no. saying that over and over again in a loop that she created of herself. And then finally they turned her off again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> People were freaking out. They're like, oh, my God, I think it's sentient. Like, Personified <laughs> computers are incredible. It's like the yeah. final message of, uh, I think, Curiosity had like this really sad final message. Oh, yes, it was. Oh, yeah. it was. Uh... I don't remember, but I, I think you said it before. And Keith's looking it up. Curiosity. I, I know there was this this robot that they sold that it was basically a smiley little animated thingamajig. Uh, my battery that, is low and it is getting dark. Oh, <laughs> that makes me want to cry. <laughs> yeah, curiosity is a for, yeah. And uh, what's it's that like uh, that um. <laughs> Shoot, the David Bowie song, the uh, Space Oddity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what that reminds me of. Tell yeah, my wife went, I love her very much. It went into uh, it basically it went into hibernation or to try and recharge its batteries during a storm and just yeah, never a storm came lasted back. for like a year. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there was no. I think it was even more than a year because they were hoping like in February or something to well, no, they, it again. I, well, they I meant that like in two thousand in twenty eighteen. That's when the storm hit and it powered down. Yeah. Uh, and so they expected it to come back like within a couple months after the storm reset, but it never did. And so now it's just that's its final message. It's just <laughs> the, the message. Uh, what's the memory? Getting in tired, the signing out. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what's the memory like? How do they store the bits? In, in did you, Do you know? Is it conventional memory like in a platter? For, on the rover? Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it's just... 
I mean, I'm assuming it's just a regular computer. Because if it's because if it's anywhere close to what the original computer uh, that took people to the moon is, because that thing was stored no, through magnetic. Not like the original computer that took people to the moon wasn't a computer. It was literally yeah, it was all a, analog. A custom yeah. built shitty puzzle box. And people and had, back on Earth had to do error correction. It was like super complicated. They, Here's how shitty it was. They built a box. Then to test it, they had to uh, all these pins get tripped. So all these triggers get tripped, which yeah. is how it does. It's because you know, like all programming is just if uh, else yeah, if yeah, statements. And so they just yeah, made yeah. physical else if statements. And so they all got tripped. And then they had to manually put them back into the previous position. Exactly. There, was, there were thousands of them. And so oh, they yeah, um, like, so they just had to was... like they they used it, they tested it, it went, oh, it fucked up. And so they just hand it off to a room of people that Full they hired to flip the switches back. Yeah. And then they would true. hand it back to the scientists and the scientists would be like, All right, test again, failed. Here you guys go. But again. Isn't that... like, Fuck. <laughs> like, See, what a isn't job. That, isn't that like a, amazing to think of how far we've come in that regard? But also that they did that. I think it's less like, amazing because now it's like, can we go to the moon? Like, nah, that's too hard. I'm like, what I'm what? saying, what, I, <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like in a hundred years, maybe if climate change didn't kill us all, uh, which is unlikely, uh, when we get here. to, the, yeah, maybe we're gonna get curiosity back, but I don't know if the memory is gonna still be good because if it's NAND flash, uh, the it's not gonna be there. The bits disappear. Well, but I don't if know. It's the thing is, I don't even know what it's. I don't know how it's built in the sense of does it have a does it have anything to do when it doesn't connect back to home base? Does it, it have has automatic to, programming? Because like, um, it, it's all it, yeah, it's not direct. Like it's forty eight minutes to receive the message and forty eight minutes to send it. So like it has yeah, to have but, local programming. But uh, that's what I mean. It's like maybe maybe something all all that maybe it's just sitting there and all that happened was it's still charging and it's still active. It just something. Like the storm maybe took out its uh, connection link, yeah. And so it's just still hanging out, could be. Oh, riding that, that's around. That's even sadder. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, wondering why no that's one's worse. talking to it, but it's still doing oh, its job. No. That's that really go extra over again. sad. We're gonna go there like ten years later, and it's like Kirox is like, "Hey, we're like, eh, wait, <laughs> I found what? aliens? We've been chilling. They got the niciest kush up in here. Poor little, poor little curiosity, though. <laughs> we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna get friends in there, maybe." I'm, we're gonna send another robot there and it's like hey is that curiosity <laughs> curiosity have has like a little little village it has a knife it's just driving around the mars <laughs> wastelands with a knife <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's got like a skirt made of ferns yeah <laughs> it's got like bones on its head and we're like wait it's where did you get the bones? Bones? it's like i'll never tell you from? and it's like driving away and it's like curiosity come back <laughs> <laughs> it's Mad Max all over again. It's now. Kind of We're just skipping all He's the movies. He's been forsaken by his home planet. They let Witness me, me. me here. Look at me. <laughs> the humans so, have abandoned us. I will not turn over Mars to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, Colonel. So, what's your favorite game of all time? My, fa it's a difficult question, obviously. But we got there if from I Mario. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick, I would have to say Fallout One. The first, very first Fallout. I, I almost hmm. said Fallout New Vegas, but that's way different. But explain, well, playing, ex explain why. Explain, ex use your ex use your voice to explain. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm playing Fallout New Vegas right now, and I think it's it's an amazing game. But for, the, like, it's complicated because the Fallout One is a mixture of all the things. For one, it's a setting that I really enjoy. It's post-apocalyptic, and, and you know, it explains for the very first time what the world of Fallout is like and all that. But second, it's also very 
charming and and comfortable for me to play because it's it's 2D, it's turn-based combat. Like I just chill and play and I explore the world that I know well. And it's not a very big game. It's like a game that you beat in like 15 hours, maybe 20. Um and um and it's just like the perfect RPG. Everything is concise. It's made clearly by by people who it, it's not made by a big team. <laughs> Challenge so it's like, accepted. Tune in for my 70 part playthrough. <laughs> Nah, you're gonna get like 30, 35. It's it's not a big game. The second one is a lot bigger, mind you. But is that's it, does also it still have like the the. Is, I'm assuming it still has like a similar sense of humor, right? As like because I, no, I only played that's... three in New Vegas and I played four. Although I fucking hate four. <laughs> I <made me> cry. <laughs> I'm with you there. You saw how bad it was. Yeah, no, it's yeah, four, of... four made me cry when it came out because I I had like I, I stayed up all night. I took the day off of work and I was like delirious and I was getting McDonald's French fries and I was like in the passenger seat crying. I was like, it's not good. <laughs> and my, I... my ex boyfriend at the time was like, no, it's good. Just give it a chance. Like it's good. I'm like, no, you're no, bad at good. being able to tell this sort of thing. It's I can really tell bad. you, it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. He, he yeah. thought that a uh, no uh, no man's sky was good, and I was like, no, this isn't good. Right, right yeah, when it came out, I was like, no, this he didn't. Good. He didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> But anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's so your reaction to four is more or less my reaction to three, um, because the fall oh, one no. and two, are, <laughs> and two are so different. Uh, I think, like, it, it, in in to answer your question about the humor, do you do you notice the difference between the humor in Fallout Three and the humor in Fallout New Vegas? Do you know how the tone is a little bit different, a little bit more serious in New Vegas? Uh, a little bit, but I usually go for all the wacky shit. So like, I I go out of my way. The tone was more like for me, like the drop in tone was New Vegas versus Four. When Four hit, I was like, "This mm-hmm. sucks" because yeah, the humor is not four there. Four is just out there. Yeah. So Fallout One and Fallout Two are different in that regard, and I think people in ge- people in general like Fallout Two, maybe not just because of the humor, but also because of the humor. And Memes. Fallout Three and it, yeah, it very isn't much it, is a, a meme game in some aspects, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The first one, not so much. Um, yeah, there's like a so in terms of humor, and stuff. Uh, yeah, there's like a bunch of random encounters, but like even even in the main storyline, there's there's a lot of references and and a lot of uh, obvious you know homages to certain things. The first one is a little bit more uh, closer. It's a little bit closer to what you'd expect from from like a. Um, it's very much inspired in in. Um, uh, we I mentioned it just now the. Mad Max, right? Mad Max and a little bit of um, uh, Waterworld. So Waterworld is also a little bit... That's the sort of humor that Fallout 1 goes for as well. Uh, so it's not... You know, it's. I like it, but it doesn't have that humor. And I think it's... I think the second game doesn't deal with that humor as well as the uh, as it should have. Because it's just it's just such a big team working on the second game. And um, there's there's some jokes that don't land as well. And I think it didn't... There's a lot of them that don't even age well, that haven't aged well at all. Uh, even though there's a lot of stuff that also is kind of funny. It's the game that has... Uh, I don't know if... That, actually, I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it, though. But the ending is like... <laughs> it, it, the ending has one obvious line that... Uh, like, Fallout, obviously, is a very politically charged uh, setting and a very politically charged theme themes. Until uh, it gets but taken the ending, over by cowards. <laughs> 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 But the 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 second game has one character that you talk to that specifically mentions the Republican Party, uh, and it's, <laughs> you can guess how that they talk about it. Um, but I don't know if that's like there's some content there as well. I, the, yeah, it's just there's some jokes that sometimes go out there. Like in Fallout Two, there's there's a, a group of people that are clearly Scientologists. They call it a different name, 
Um, and they like dwell so much on 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 giving crap to the Scientologists. Uh, and it's like it's a little bit feels a little bit out of place. I don't know. There's Fallout. Fallout has its ups and downs in Fallout Two in particular. Uh, and then I guess the, the franchise has that as well. I think. I think Four Fallout Four was awful. I didn't finish it at all. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. the reason like I when people are like, oh, what's your favorite game? Like, like I said, I I say Super Mario World. I usually also say Shadow of the Colossus. I think that's actually my actually my other favorite. But Fallout always comes up as like an option because when I think back to like Fallout New Vegas, the amount of like fun stories I have that like there's just so much make me so happy to think about like all this <laughs> yeah. just like a whole bunch of stupid things like ah I did this and like and a lot of them are like have to do with the gl- game's flaws like they're the glitches and things like it's just fucking hilarious. But you remember it almost as if you lived these experiences yourself, <laughs> yeah. which is like what's fun yeah. about playing such an elaborate game like this as you can play i always play it just as myself i never like try to play a different character so it's like what would i do if this happened it's like ah <laughs> kill that guy you know? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well and then you know kaiser's legion like giving me shit because i'm a girl like i thought that was so funny like they're just like oh you're cool for a girl i guess and i'm like i'm gonna come back and kill all you <laughs> i have a power fist here. that's exactly what i did <laughs> you will bleed i i actually have the same i usually have the same problem because i often play as a female character in games uh like especially in games i play in third person and so like there's all all these times i'll be playing a female character and sometimes i'll be like wow you're pretty cool for a girl i was like what that's a weird thing to say to me why would you say that (laughs) you know what it's like Like, on the other side you're you're getting a taste of the the female experience that or yeah that or like i'll get uh i get really annoyed when i'm uh yeah like someone's like being yeah, just being really rude or something about it's a, it. It's a bunch and of I'm male like, game developers telling, running in lines like, you're not like other girls. Yeah, and I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> well, how then, dare you? Then they give me the Black Widow perk and I can just kill them all. Like, <laughs> so it's <laughs> fine. They thought about me. There's, But there's That's ways true. to do that properly and there's other ways. There's ways to do I think oftentimes it's done badly. Like in games, um, like for example, there's, uh, there's this one game that I'm playing right now. Uh, Under Rail is the name. Uh, and I'm playing as a female character, and uh, it's not a game that has like it's very obvious that there's more ma- male characters than female characters in in places of power, um, and it can sort of tell the bias from from the creators. It's sort of implicit, and you know, it's it's unless you're very conscious of it and trying to avoid it, it's you know you can always tell. Uh, but it's not a, a world. It's not a setting that's that's particularly patriarchal. And then there's this one character, that, and it's sort of out of nowhere, really, and you just arrive, and they're like. Um, and they're like, um, oh yeah, as girls, we can do all the jobs that men can. And I'm like, whoa, are we in the fifties all of a sudden? Cause it really feels out of place that one line. Cause everywhere else in the, in the game, the, it doesn't, you know, gender is not really an issue. And yeah, then it's like not worth mentioning very... cause it's like not something you're really supposed to think about. <laughs> it was like the five yeah. minutes that the, the developers remember gender exists. Gender, yeah. That, yeah. Like, it feels I will like talk that. about it in this one scene. <laughs> But there's well, there's also the ways there's also a way to do it well and I can't I can only think of one that's not really about gender but it's about race and I'm not going to spoil it but there's one companion in in Pills of Eternity too that if you have a relationship mm. with him and if you're a, an Orlan he goes uh, they no, I'm, go I'm a dwarf uh they go you're I'm like they, they don't want to date you but they say you're pretty cool for an Orlan or no no actually they say you're not like the other Orleans, <laughs> which is so a race. But that and is then, done well because and then it's you throw him in a like, pit. Oh yeah, you can <laughs> definitely call him out on that. <laughs> like the game is very obviously written, knowing why that is a problem to say when you say it like mm. that. 
actually went on a rant use about of gender that I haven't I haven't technically played it myself, but I keep hearing about it is that in the uh, Mountain Blade games, uh, it's all about like putting together this war band of like mercenaries or whatever, and like conquering lands, and you're working under some larger leader. But like as you gain more power, you can become your own big company and you can you and you can take full charge and all that but it's all about like you know like you <clears throat> there's like the, the all the turmoil of the politics of the map and you're free roaming and it's kind of like and it's kind of like an emergent storytelling game where it's not really like a preset on rails thing but just kind of a sandbox of these f- f- all these forces interacting like civilization and you're just trying to like keep you know you know win fights do politics buy more soldiers and keep like sort of swelling and uh getting momentum getting swole but uh it's a really interesting sounding system where apparently playing as a woman in that game is hard mode because (laughs) if you play as a woman you it's the mulan problem where you're not even supposed to be able to run a warband in the first place so there's like an entire there's all these steps to go through to even reach the main game where you start when you're a man that's like, I appreciate that. That's, like, that's you, like a like you fundamentally start not having access to the basic like press start and go features that you start with <laughs> when you play as a male character, yeah. and you have to like fight your way politically to even reach a point where you even have people under you where you can go and do wars and things. It's a crazy I think that's idea. Good. No, I think I think, I think it's a, good... a yeah, it's like a good like reminder that that's still a problem for some people, you know, in the world right now. It's like we live in well, Let alone we live in five hundred years ago. Because it's I do, Mountain Blade. Because like, the thing is, in historical games, uh, the, like I, sometimes developers will just try to you know bring equality and just be like, oh, okay, now female. Char- oh, imagine Mountain Blade was was you know female characters that have the same plights as male characters do. Um, but that's also a little bit of whitewashing of history in a way, because the reason why history is the way it is, uh, not not when I say the way it is, I don't mean the the division between the genders. Uh, I mean you know, with, you know, the, the preoccupation with expansion and with fights and just the control of territory and all that sort of stuff is also very much due to the patriarchal system that has been upheld, upheld for thousands of years. So it, the, the two are correlated to an extent that is hard to separate. And I, I, oh, yeah. I'm not educated enough to, to really talk too much in, about that. There's people much smarter than I am. I talk about it, but if you if you try to separate the two things, you often end up with nonsensical stuff. Um, and it's always, and it's really starting with about. the language, even that people use. I, I rather have a realistic experience. Like I appreciate movies that don't like pretend like a certain time period would have been great for me, or like, or like a, a certain <laughs> yeah. like place in the world would be great for me. Like I appreciate that they're like keeping it real, but they still like address that like these characters like have like they have value to the viewer, but they're just they're not in a position that is too too great so i know i appreciate when people like his, anything historical i'd rather have it be real as opposed to um like kind of a fluffy yeah. version of the same thing like i'm not gonna pretend like you know the it's, 50s it's were good super to, great it's good to be aware of the struggles that existed and tell the stories that are there because there's two yeah. directions people go in instead of that which like one is to do the approach of just pretending that the diverse group just didn't exist and yeah, therefore, and they, you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to acknowledge the problem because you don't acknowledge 
the thing that the problem was about in the first place. So you have like a bunch of like Westerns that pretend that black people basically didn't exist and like aren't a foundational part of American history or like all these things about, yeah, like all these movies about cowboys (laughs) where we pretend they were all white people. And a (laughs) huge portion of cowboys were black people. They were all about freedom. And it's like, no, there were a lot of them were newly emancipated slaves that were running the same ranches that they used to run as slaves, but now they're getting paid for it. But then the other side is the fucking, like, I don't see color approach to yeah. all, all, so, so all forms of adversity, which is to completely refuse to acknowledge them in any way. And you just have, like, a multicolored, diverse group. But it's set in a period where that's not necessarily a thing, including now. Like, modern day would including also be now, a time yeah, yeah. where there, yeah. it, frictionless interactions aren't really the reality. And so, like, it, like, it can be iffy in its own way to just minimize those issues completely. There's the only racism because you want there to be, Keith. If you just don't talk about problem, it, it goes away. You're the real racist for acknowledging the racism. With, yeah, the problem with not acknowledging... It it's wasn't here until you pointed mind. it out. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot the of people with, that do not understand that Stephen Colbert saying, I don't see color, was a joke because he was a parody of, the, of O'Reilly. You're not supposed to actually say that in, <laughs> for serious. Like... Oh, there's uh, there's this there's one line that it almost paraphrases that, but it's said in earnest in Mass Effect. I'm uh, playing as well right now. I think it's Ashley. It must be Ashley, right? Oh, she God. says, "Well, she is racist." Yeah, she <laughs> is just racist. <laughs> she. Oh no, it's not Ashley. It's the cop. What's the name of the cop? Caden. Uh, no. Kate. Uh, Sarah. No. I, I mean, I mean, Garrus. Sarah. Uh, Garrus, that's the one. Sorry. He's um. So uh, Garrus is a um. I don't actually know that he's like a one of the Turian. Turians, yeah, yes. Turian. And the Turians have a, a, an historical uh, animosity with one of the races, the Geth. I think, no, no, it's not and the Geth. The humans. Which one is it? <laughs> the humans. Yeah. They do not like oh, that's the humans. Right. That's, it, it's, it's, I think it is Caden. Caden and, like, because Caden has a backstory where his, uh, like, he got demoted or something because he punched uh, or killed, actually. This is minor spoilers, but he killed a Turian. And um, one of his lines uh, is. Like, he's explaining what happened because he was in the cantina and they were having a fight and the Turian was being a jerk. Uh, and uh, basically, he punched him so hard, he killed him. Uh, like, he wanted to kill him. Um, I feel so and, bad because uh, this is, like, my favorite game of all time and I can't remember what you're talking think, about. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just the one it's of the a side writing, stories. Where, yeah, yeah. So, he's explain- so, he's a human and he's explaining that he fought this Turian. And um, when he killed him... He, he's explaining, I didn't see him as a Turian, I just, I, ha- I didn't hate him as a Turian, I hated him as a person. And uh, that's, I think that is the same sort of line of thinking that is similar of, I don't see him as a black person, I see well, him as a person. You because don't, you, it's, it's not ideal to make a racist character. Like, that too. unless they're an enemy, there's no reason to make a ally racist But the thing is, Kaden, Kaden is not like, portrayed as in, racist. Oh. He's like he's he's being he's trying to come off as not racist precisely in that line where he's trying to say oh no no I didn't kill him because I hate Turians no no, no I don't hate Turians I, I I didn't see him as a Turian but that's, that's the problem that's what you I mean to, it's like you, yeah. they didn't want to make him racist even though he but is they, very racist <laughs> yeah he, he sort of comes off as that but I don't think the game wants him to and that's what like what I'm saying I think it's easy to because like Ash, Ashley was written as like a self aware racist character. Yeah, 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 for sure. Where like she was, she was, she had racist ideology and she had justifications for it that she thought made sense. And the game also interestingly kind of proves her right, which is not to say that the racism was correct, but is more that the, the what she says about how racism works 
was an accurate representation of how the world was going to treat the races going forward because she has that analogy it's like it's like uh rather distressingly she compares other races to a dog which is already a bad start but she's like Mm -hmm. she when she talks about she talks about in terms of looking after your own where it's like ultimately like uh if you're in danger and and you and you can sacrifice your dog to get away like you love your dog but it's just but it's just a dog and it's like when the moment comes you're going to sacrifice your dog in order to survive and and so her her analogy was that that's how all of the alien races in mass effect see each other is that like in times of peace when they can work together then maybe things can work out and so on but when things truly truly get bad if they can sacrifice each other to survive then they will and that is basically the plot of mass effect 3 <laughs> is, you have, is you have to deal with that the problem with using those arguments is that it stretches the analogy uh, of yeah. this fantastical world where there's aliens. It stretches the analogy to a point that it doesn't work anymore. Yes. And, they, they, and the writers need to understand that, and they don't. So, which the problem is, you know, when we're talking about aliens and space aliens and all that, and the Turians and the humans and all that, um, we're talking about specifically biological species that are different in so many other ways. That, yeah, that, aliens that are, are just, much harder to reconcile the differences of than every human. And in humans, when we're talking about race, we're talking about a, an exclusively social, social, social construct. It has nothing to do with aliens or anything. It's not like dogs. It's like just your neighbor. It's the it's like people of a different maybe of a different country. It's basically the same. And oftentimes it is the 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 the, the dynamics are because of the country that they were born in throughout history, like the Irish or the Italians, for example. Um, and even to this, or religion, it's not biological. And when they st- stretch the analogy to make it about biology, which is often a racist argument in and of itself, uh, to equate race with biology. Um, but when they do that in Mass Effect, they, they're sort of breaking beyond the analogy, and it's just a different... It, it, it doesn't work anymore as an analogy yeah. to racism. It's like the, all the issues with the X-Men, where the X-Men are often analogous to a number of different groups, but then there's always like an, an aspect introduced that kind of breaks the metaphor yeah like one of the biggest problems with x-men is the idea that like if you use it as an as an analog to like gay people or something and and, like they deserve rights and so on then it's like it gets a little messy when like the x-men themselves can like often be horrifyingly dangerous and out of and and not able to control themselves (laughs) in a way that like gay people aren't (laughs) like yeah just serves or, to sort of reinforce yeah. certain stereotypes. Or when, or when fucking J.K. Rowling came out and was like, oh, the actually lycanthropy was always a metaphor for HIV or something. And it's like, oh, the the, the, the werewolves are all gay. You made the, People you, have been it's calling... Like, it's like you made the werewolves gay because uh, the fucking werewolves... Most of the werewolves that are in Harry Potter are, besides Lupin, are villains who intentionally infect people, including children. Uh... Maybe don't yeah. say that. <laughs> JK. People have been calling J.K. Rowling's writing for a while. Like you look, like it, of course her reputation has taken a dive re- recently with all of her turf them. But, yep. Yes, uh, uh, it's. <laughs> but like you, you can you can read people talking about her for years and years and years. People who are still talking about her, mind you. But yeah, because she like, keeps she keeps making up stuff about her books afterwards and trying to score points. She needs to stop. And we know, she, stop. and we, we know she's now she's completely full of, of shit right now. 
We know yeah. now that she's super full of shit about that because she said that that Dumbledore was gay and had this whole relationship <laughs> with Grindelwald and so on. But then fucking and history, the like the timeline called her bluff 10 years later when they're making a movie about Dumbledore and Grindelwald and don't even have a hint of that in it. It's like, all right, well... They're, they're, you had your chance. That was your chance that, to that go through with the thing you, a- you empty said. Empty promises. Empty yeah, promises. Because she claimed that right after the last book came out, to get, basically to score points, after she'd already written everything. And that's that's when she started adding all this bullshit, and that's how we got Vanish Me Poopum. <laughs> where she said this dumb bullshit like a year ago, where she's like, all the wizards back before toilets were invented because they don't like toilets because muggles and whatnot. They would just like shit on the floor and vanish it away with magic. And then that's the... And There's the, so many problems Yeah, with and then Twitter was just could riffing on that why idea. Would, and why would you imagine? Like, could you imagine sitting in a classroom and just smelling as somebody just shits right in the middle of class <laughs> oh, no. right there? And then and then they, and that's what like the Twitter coined that the, the uh, spell would be vanish me poop him. Oh no! <laughs> it's just could, you, could, could you imagine being like? Could you imagine being so racist that you don't want to do use toilet like yeah. plumbing? Like that's pretty impressive. I have to say that is some that's next level racism. Like, could you imagine like white people not eating peanut butter peanut butter sandwiches? Like, it, no, no, it, I will no not. it'd be like white people not listening to music. <laughs> You're, but that happens though. Look at the look at the, kick, the look at the pushback against jazz, and look at the any blues even. The only people like, who push back against jazz probably have only heard one guitar playing in the background or never their entire heard. life. <laughs> no, no, but they're, they're, I'm talking about the racist, uh, like the racist pushback back in the 20s and 30s specifically. Um, that, like or rock and it, roll yeah. music or rock and roll, even rock and roll. Absolutely, it's all easy. Yeah. Devil I, I, it's just music. crazy to me though. Like like plumbing is a it's a literally a it's a life-changing thing for a society. But, like, having running plumbing is amazing. Hmm. The fact that your shit goes don't away from Don't underestimate is... racism and spite. I mean, don't you that's think what I'm saying. Absolutely. So that's Absolutely. amazing. Like, could you imagine just sitting there, like, wizards just crossing their like, I will not shit on a toilet <laughs> as <laughs> long as the muggles keep inventing them. And, like, <laughs> are wizards to... inv- Like, white people had to be tricked into liking rock and roll by just sneaking it in through a white guy. Yeah. 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 And then even even Chuck Berry had to like play up the like a lot of a lot of famous like black musicians like Louis Armstrong is like he in an interview was like, "Oh yeah, you got to like act nice for the white people." So it's like I'm going to like what? be a certain way. You know. They didn't even steal the idea of toilets. But okay, but but like they just say, they just decided actually, to rather shit on the ground. They but, didn't even want to like pretend like they were the first ones to do it, like a normal, probably sane racist person would do, is like just try to steal from the people you don't like. They were just like, no, I'll live a less than good quality life. But, <laughs> but imagine right now, imagine right now, a really there's this really racist Karen woman, right? And she goes to like let's say she goes to Indonesia where they have the toilets where you have to stand. I can still imagine her not using it and shitting on the floor. I mean, I can, I can I picture it. this people, happening. I'm sure people it don't use bude- uh, bidets, oh, yeah, I'm sure. and it's like, baffling why they don't use I don't, it. That toilet is less is less. It is more barbaric than the one that I recognize at home, and so I refuse to use it. Like I yeah, rather go. That happens for sure. Like, I can see that. But like shitting on yourself is less barbaric. That's crazy to me. <laughs> Out in a in a ditch somewhere, I don't know. Like it's like well, like, I would never. I, yeah, like that's like someone that's like someone preferring an outhouse over to a porcelain toilet because they're no, like yeah, a lot, but some people do. 
India had those people, yeah, but those those for people a long are time. Wrong. I mean, yeah, I heard, outhouses are definitely like I would. I would definitely like to avoid. <laughs> if someone, yeah, if someone showed up with a, a di- like, I don't even care if it was an alien from a planet that I knew specifically ate humans. If they came up with a better system <laughs> to poop, I would. You're take gonna be it. using it. Like <laughs> I'm not. I am not at any point going to 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 let racism prevent me from having a better time getting rid of poop. Like, like that's I, not like gonna I, that's not gonna happen. Like I have no Goals. moral stand to make or anything, but boy, I do kind of fear my first encounter with a confusing toilet. Just watch it's JoJo's. Just watch JoJo's. Str- just being in a it strange is season country. three where they explain all the different toilets to you as they travel. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that, 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 does hap- that does happen in that anime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they travel over the world looking for stands, Keith, yeah, and not everyone the uses the same toilet. toilets. It's like George they, R. R. Martin. It's, and it's, meals, like a, it's like a little side toilets. note. It's like a little side note. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, toilets here look like this, and they yeah. just show you. If I sit, if I sit down and the toilet seat is like more squarish than normal, I'm already scared. I, I would, <laughs> it's gonna I be would pointy. Be, yeah, curious of you to assume there'll be a toilet seat. Here is yeah, a pro tip. That, yeah. There's a, there's a fair number of toilets that look like a urinal, but on the floor. Yeah, that's what like, I'm talking like, about. Huh? Those ones in, in <laughs> yeah. Indonesia that oh, I'm referring I, I to. Do, I, yeah, you're supposed confusing. to crouch on those. Those are crouching. Yeah, you're just toilets. crouching and pooping. Honestly, and I've been to gross bathrooms to the point where you have to like, I, you know, as you a girl, it's like I, you know, I have to find the pee everywhere. So it's like you have look. to hover. So it's because it's like I ain't touching that. Like a history of hover. Yeah, you got to work on your on your on your like your calf and your thigh muscles to like be able to hold you up because you're not making contact that's, like that's a part of that's it that's why I, women be be walking around with thighs the size of, size of the I, toilet thing. like <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> i literally <laughs> had to go to the bathroom on a on a on a boat like i i didn't take a shit on a on a boat like a regular sport <laughs> boat on a porter potty inside oh, of no. the boat and let me tell you when you're tr- when you're that's trying to go shit. to the bathroom as you hit a wave uh, that's it you lose all sense of like all right i'm just up if there's a better way to poop i will find it and i will use it and i will do it without question aliens like, where are you fix Andrew's yeah like problem. i would i would not like i yeah i've been to toilets where i looked on the side of the wall next to the toilet and it had a literal wall of buttons and i just sat there and i was like all right i'm gonna press these three because they are the most uh concerning looking ones and i'm gonna see what happens to the toilet <laughs> And then you do that, and the toilet does something, and you go, oh, those are definitely not for me. Those are for women. Okay, I'm going to do the rest of this now. And then you just go on with your life. You woke up like a, you don't a have fear a trash in my disposal. brain. You, remind, you reminded me there was a week where I was afraid of toilets. <laughs> afraid of toilets? Like as a kid? Yeah, as a kid, I saw a movie where an octopus attacks like a giant like Titanic-style ship. Uh <laughs> And, like, there's a scene where this woman's sitting on a toilet and she's kind of, like, screaming. And you kind of realize that, like, the tentacle went through the plumbing and, like, went up her ass or something. And she, like, explodes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So that that, that could have went a different direction and been, like, some really nice, like, some weird hentai, <laughs> you know? A very yeah. different kind of movie all of a sudden. Oof. I had, I had the same. This is a dangerous search. So I I I, watched, I read like a I read like a news article. I've never watched this movie. I read a news article of somebody who got uh, who got bit in the balls by a snake in the toilet. Oh and no! That yeah, was you, that was the, like if the toilet doesn't have plumbing, if it's just connected to the outside world, then you know animals can call, uh, crawl up there. I mean, this wasn't just a regular apartment complex. Animals can just Whoa. always get in. Yeah, really? it's, yeah. And if if there's a way, nature will find it. 
Not uh, here. Come to Portugal. We have cakes and no snakes in the toilets. Yet. Nah, snakes, just no... haven't, snakes just haven't found a need to go up your toilet can, drains yet. They'll can find you believe it. Me? Can you believe me? I think I said uh, this elsewhere. Can you believe if I tell you I've never seen a cockroach? Ever. I mean, that's normal. Don't you live in a tropical environment? N- no. I mean, it's like maybe Connecticut, Boston climate, maybe? No, Boston is colder, isn't it? Yeah, Boston's a lot colder. Yeah, it's like maybe Connecticut. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you, I don't know where cockroaches are native to, though. But I remember I remember seeing that. And now, whenever I go to the bathroom, I check before I sit down that there's no snakes there. <laughs> just do a quick, a quick snake check. Yeah. You, know? you just no. quickly, you quickly open check and go. Check for those wiggly worms. Yeah, you're like, all right, nothing there. And you go wiggly on with your life. I've also seen ones of, like, spiders crawling into the toilet, like the, the toilet bowl rim, and then coming oh, out yeah. and biting people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's like, another thing that we don't have. Terrible spiders that murder you. Only the pet ones uh, that, that uh, don't that murder you. Courage the Cowardly Dog episode where Muriel Muriel's sitting in the bathtub and that no. the big spider like pops oh, out of the, the drain or the, the, no. the faucet. The, you're talking about the Cats Motel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Cats Motel was not good. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of stuff in that that was not enjoyable. Like, yeah, especially the, the spider coming out of the, the bath faucet. Out of the bath faucet while she's like got her eyes closed and you're just like, yeah, which, fuck yeah, no. She's like, she's like mm-hmm, doing her like thing and you can see like this giant spider leg come out of the the faucet and this big fat spider body comes out and you're like no and the courage is like no <laughs> like yeah what a friend. good dog <laughs> that god that dog man I, that if you want to know what living with anxiety is like watch courage cowardly dog i will not be doing that that poor dog man <laughs> there's some good episodes <laughs> of that show though like the frogs just take over their living room <laughs> No, there's some like that that uh no that show like ranges from like absolutely horrifying concepts to like just bizarre like i would i would cite the one where um they have the robot who just wants to carve little reindeers but he has a voice like a uh, um christopher walken yeah he just talks to christopher oh, walken and he's yeah. like I just want to carve little reindeer. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then there's like, the, the next episode will be like that return the slab Ramsey's episode. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I, every episode is like a complete journey. I don't know where this yeah, is going. I enjoyed it there, immensely. Yeah. There's a lot of episodes where you're just kind of like, what is happening? Uh, I love, I love all the ones that are uh, where Eustace gets, like his comeuppance quickly he does pretty pretty often or at least sometimes usually it's at the end but i you know yeah he, he sucks but muriel just loves him for no no damn reason <laughs> i don't know why yeah what a sweet lady, what a sweet lady. <laughs> I, I love the announcer like the television announcer that was such a good voice like, yeah. welcome to I, nowhere news <laughs> i feel like being baffled by their relationship is one of the most realistic parts of the show <laughs> that's just been my that's just my life experience with like almost every relationship i observe between people i'm like this works huh all right i don't i mean really i don't get huh. it but okay stupid dog make me that's look like bad. that's like most <laughs> i feel like that's most of the relationships i've seen my entire life i'm always wow. like kind of confused by it I, I guess they're I happy. It's hard to tell, but <laughs> I, I do love how there there is this the, the dynamic there sometimes is you think that Eustace like just gets away with being an awful person, 
But if Muriel actually cares about something, he just has to fucking wait. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, she will not give into that shit. Like when he's hungry, he's like, Muriel, make me some sandwich, like make me some food. And she's like, I'm doing something. And he's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because obviously he hates that dog, but he can't get rid of the dog because Muriel loves the dog. So, you know, yeah. he like, has to love her because uh. he doesn't go out and like ditch that dog by the side of the road. And then he, exactly. the dog, the courage also can't let Eustace die because every time Eustace something bad happens to him, Muriel cries. So it's like they both have a mutual love for Muriel. And that's the only reason why like their whole dynamic yeah. works because they can't get rid of each other because they like they make her happy. It's, it's kind of sweet in a weird way. <laughs> Apparently, the Octopus movie was called Deep Rising from 1998. Uh, that sounds like oh, a porno. I've been, I've been, I've, yeah, there was a lot of dangerous searches going on for the last like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching, I'm watching the gif, the, like, the gif of it, and it that's that is pretty traumatizing, I will say. <laughs> She yeah. seems to I, go down the toilet, which well, she does, yeah. Enough. yeah, in many does. ways I, is even more concerning. I had the opposite effect, where as a kid I watched, I was scared of air flight because I watched some, I don't remember what it was, I think it might have been like a Twilight Zone oh, episode. Oh, was it the I, monster yeah. on, the, on the wing of the plane? No, it was this one where a plane is literally going down, like it's crashing, and the back comes off and flies away, and all these people just whoop, get sucked out. And yeah. I was like, wow, I didn't know that could happen. And then it, it like goes to the front of the plane, and like a piece of the front of the plane like flies out and hits these old people in the face and takes their head off and i was like oh i didn't know that's the thing that could happen on planes either and like every step of this crash is just worse yeah. and worse and i'm that just to the point where familiar. like i was like i don't want to i don't want to do i don't want to ever oh, yeah. go on a plane it's, it's like oh, your fears <laughs> by saying that it can't happen if the plane would cut well, off it, 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 like people wouldn't get sucked out that's i've been like, on, i've been on enough planes yeah, the where like continuous happens, suction never made sense no, yeah, but yeah. At, like, most, my thing is, at most the air pressure differential gets resolved in like a second. Yeah, it's so yeah. maybe maybe the, there's the a person, burst and that's it. The person yeah. who opens the door is gone, but everyone else is kind of just like, "Wow, that was yeah. stupid." Uh, but no, but yeah, like, no, I, like 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 ghost ship makes you look at tension wires differently. Oh that, yeah, I've that, seen that. That movie oh, yeah. opens oh. with everybody on a dance floor and a tension wire somehow. Like something snaps and the high tension wire just goes floop across an entire dance floor from side to side. So the entire <laughs> everyone except for one small child that's too short is cut in half. I love all it. at the same I love time. It. <laughs> that is such a weird great. scene. Yeah. yeah, that is such a weird scene. But, uh, like Half Life, Half Life Two, when I played it when I was young, it made me afraid of showers. What? What? I didn't like skip showers what? for it or anything, but like. Specifically, the the, 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 the scariest. <laughs> I smell bad. For a lot of people, the scary thing is head crabs and the and like Raven, uh, Raven saw Raven Manor place loft. Yeah, Raven loft I think or, I think yeah, the, that Raven guy place. The guy that mm-hmm. spooky guy. I, play, uh, I played that. No, a lot. Raven Raven's not scary. Just I don't me. like him, man. A lot of people are afraid of Ravenholm and head crabs and fair head crabs are creepy. But what really fucked with me as my first experience playing Half Life Two was the fucking like tongue barnacles uh, like the barnacles that hang down yeah. from places and that their tongue sticks to you and that slowly horrifyingly pulls you up to eat you and like yeah. for some reason my goat maybe it's just because it's when you feel the most vulnerable as a human being every day is the shower so like I'd be showering in the dark trying not to wake people up because I'd be getting up for school in the morning for high school and stuff and I would just constantly think that 
this is this is it. This is when a barnacle gets me. <laughs> and like I kept envisioning a barnacle getting to me while I'm showering in the dark in the shower, just every day for like a month. Like it was this intrusive God. thought that would go you away. Have played, I hated it. You should have played off life one first. You would never have believed that those things could exist in real life because because they look so bad because it's all normal. yeah. I still, I still need to play half life one. I also still need to let's play all of them. The uh, list is infinite. Black Mesa recently. Fast it's basically tricks. the same game. Oh yeah. Baby Black Mesa. That was a joke. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That is such that a great chance. song. <laughs> I, I go back to and listen to that every once in a while. I it's, yeah. on, it's on my Spotify playlist. So. I, did, I sang it on YouTube. I hate <sighs> myself and just opened myself up to that. <laughs> and now you get uh, comments come every at, day. Come at me, comments. Uh... I guess I need to say my favorite game still. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's always hard because there's the issue of like, how do you compare these games? Like, how do you compare uh, Rock Band Two to Mass Effect to uh, Portal Two to Overwatch and so on? Like, genres are so disparate that you're like, I don't fucking know, man. So I just say a different thing every time, and that's just the whole thing. Think think about which game you would save from the end of the world like what game would you want to have existed to the expense of every other one well but that could be a different answer because that because i'd honestly pick the game that would last me the most amount of time in that case oh, no, no, i'm not saying yeah. for you to play like I just, just from an historical oh. perspective well, i already, I already like, answered oh, okay. earlier so like i just reflexively said rock band 3 today and that's, that's where your I favorite game i've, I've put one. like this is a part that people don't know about me as much andrew does <laughs> But uh, the audience doesn't know it, it as much because it's incompatible with YouTube for both copyright and like commentary reasons. Because Rockman takes too much concentration and whatnot. But like, there was a like for a solid part of the decade preceding, or like like the five years or so preceding me doing a let's play let's plays, I was pretty much continuously playing Rock Band one, two, and three, just all the time. Like I legitimately had like even though I was like going to college and. Uh, working my <laughs> shitty Best Buy job and whatever, like I was pretty religiously showing up to the GameStop every week to get like a sixteen hundred Microsoft Point card for twenty dollars, and I would pretty much just spend most of that on uh, rock band songs. And so I had like a thousand songs. I remember that my one th- I was keeping track of my total over time, and my one thousandth song in my library was American Music by the Violent Femmes. <laughs> uh, I have like weird little. Like, I, I used to run. Uh, on trueachievements.com I, I used to run the weekly Rock Band Network recap because Rock Band partnered with XNA to have user created content where if you had the license to the music you could manually chart all of the instruments for your song and put it on yourself without harmonics having to be involved in the process at all and those had a weekly mm. release and during its heyday there would be like 25 songs added to the game every single week and it was just this deluge of content you had to learn all of them and I was like, I was manually, so I, I would I would create a recap video of like, oh, here, here's, uh, not a video, but a recap, like blog post of all the ones that have been added since the last post I made. And I tried to, I tried to do them weekly. Uh, and I'd specifically you- like list out like the prices and like the, the band name and the, and the uh, song name. And then like, I would try to hyperlink it to link to a video of, of somebody playing the song. If I could find any of them on YouTube and I would like, kind of like highlight a few of them as being recommended songs out of the list to sort of be, so I was acting as a curator a bit and I did that for like years I think and there's like a 
on the on the blog Rock Band Aid, I did a best of Rock Band Network 1.0 like post where I specifically reached out to a bunch of community members and I did like this whole complicated poll where everybody nominated it's it's like in some ways it was a weird like a proto version of how my patreon works right now right everybody uh nominated x number of songs and then we did uh ranked choice voting where you would organize the entire list from favorite to least favorite and that would filter out all of the and then we take the top 10 from that list and that would be like the the what made it into the final blog post and then i tried to reach out to harmonics for quotes about those songs and so on and so forth like it was a whole it was just a whole thing. I just played this game yeah, fucking constantly. Cool. Uh, Did you play all the instruments? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Singing uh, as well. I, I, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, he did I, everything. I, he played every role. Yeah. Uh, I finished every campaign of every Rock Band game on Expert for guitar, bass, and uh, vocals. And I beat uh, drums on hard on... I play. I could. I could mostly play on hard. I couldn't usually beat any of the campaigns because there was usually something bullshit. Like Run to the Hills in Rock Band One <laughs> was just a fucking nightmare. Uh, drums are probably the hardest because they are the closest to real life. Well, drums, even though they're not. I had, uh, I had the least time to put into drums because they're so noisy. Oh. So you have to. I'm always conscientious about other people in the house and whatnot. It's like, like fucking Andrew showed me that Tyco drum set game, and I was like, hmm. oh, I but then I didn't get I it because I game. have roommates. <laughs> I have all these <laughs> housemates, and I'm like, I don't want to always have to worry about when to play this game. So it's uh, nope. it's also why I don't play any. I don't currently play any rhythm games that much, in, in part because of all the setup and space that, that it all takes. But I still have. My, like I have a, I still have a collection of like five plastic guitars under my bed. Yes. And like, I have <laughs> I the, yeah, I have the real drum set and the portable drum set. The fog machine. I, 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 uh, I want to get rid of the fog. I, I want to go like to the e-waste place and get rid of the fog machine. But I did get, uh, I have the fog machine and light show thing for Rock Band three or two. I don't remember which one. But uh, that to be to be clear. I didn't think that it was worth buying, and I didn't I didn't go all in on it. But what happened is I was working at Best Buy when Circuit City was closing, and every sing- during their final week of Circuit City, every single day they cut ten percent off the price of everything in the store, and so it was like a descending auction where it's like, well, we're just liquidating because this place is gone, so we have to get rid of every single piece of stock. So we'll slowly lower the prices to see what we can get away with selling them for. So I, I got the fog machine for like fifteen dollars when it was supposed to be like one hundred and fifty, because hmm. uh, even yeah, when it was on, on low works. price, no one wanted it. So <laughs> fog machine probably works with anything because yeah. you know it was fun because fog machine. I only used the fog machine part like twice because uh, it just seemed like a lot. But what's fun is that it has a light show aspect and it syncs Ooh. up with the it's the 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 uh, they would program every song to take advantage of that device. So it would do a light show. Uh, for each song, and that was neat, and had a strobe light and so on. That was just oh, fun. That was pretty cool. We should have done that for yeah. your birthday. Why didn't you pull out the strobe light in the fog machine? I don't know if it would work because we were playing on an Xbox One. Oh, that was like one of the issues we ran into is that I have the original drum set from I, I think it's the original drum set for Rock Band One. Uh, I happen to have that in my house so as well. I, th- I think I bought, it's not mine, but yeah, because I, I think I, I think I bought Rock Band Two is just a disc, and I'm and Andrew was I practically met Andrew buying Rock Band Three at a midnight release, so he knows that I got the 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 the, uh, the keyboard bundle. So that was a keyboard and a di- and the uh, Rock Band Three disc. Andrew so was buying Killhouse Murder he Storm. He was buying all the bad games that didn't age well. <laughs> I was like, buying he was buying like Fish Two and Fable Three. Yeah, oh, Fable trash. Three. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like you bought, like, you I, bought the worst part of two franchises, and I bought the best part of mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, so I think I still have the Rock Band 1 drum kit, and the problem there is that it's USB. So even if you get the backwards compatibility thing for the Xbox One that lets you use instruments from the old games on the Xbox 360, that's only a wireless adapter for those. Cons- for those. So I straight up can't use my drum kit unless I go back to the 360. And the 360 is such a weird mess of, like, digital you rights can probably mess and so it. on. You can probably retrofit it if you look up for kits because it's a simple sh- MIDI thing. I should just so buy we- a Rock Band 4 drum set. <laughs> no, but just buy true. the... They have like See, actual USB drum sets that are much better than the Rock Band one. See if well, there's a converter be because it. See if there's a converter because it, it there must be kits and people who just work with that because it's a it's a pretty expensive piece of kit. But like so, Rock, Rock Band three is so absurdly fucking ambitious because yeah it had a Rock Band network so it had the community driven content which meant that it had thousands of songs at that point. And all these weird people getting in via that, like Blondie got in through Rock Band Network for some reason. Uh, but then also they had real versions of every instrument. Because like they charted every single song in Rock Band 3 to be playable with a real guitar, which I do also have. Because I was, I was like, I'm going to learn guitar. And that didn't pan out so hard. It's a turn off, <laughs> it's a turn off how much it hurts to play guitar <laughs> for a long time. You have to like power because through that. Because of the calluses? Yeah. It's, it, it, well, not having calluses. So I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a I'm a dainty gamer boy, and I can't <laughs> I can't I'm not ready for hard labor, uh, but I do have it. It's heavy as fuck because it has all this electronics inside it that make it compatible with Rock Band Three. The, is it not the is it not the wood that's heavy? No, no he has like the digital. I, one. I, I think I've held an electric guitar before, and I found out that they, like it was surprisingly light compared to the Rock Band Three guitar because it has all these electronics. An electric guitar is usually seven eight seven eight pounds. Like, yeah, no, that, that thing's fucking that thing's fucking heavy because it's got electronics. Heavier than to that? That's really heavy. I think so. Uh, you want to pick it up? Yeah, it seems you know, it's, it's funny to me that you 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 were like, I picked up an electric guitar after I picked up a rock band electric guitar, and I found <laughs> out that it was light, as opposed to being a person who just knows how much electric guitar weighs. Because I think well, most people do. I you don't. I mean, they don't. They're not in the wild oh, yeah. and accessible that often. This like is, it has like a battery compartment and all this other shit, and it has like the overdrive. This is definitely it has like the overdrive knob and so on. This is definitely heavier than a normal electric guitar. Yeah, I can tell you that for sure. It's got but, computer uh, parts in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah so if, if it's got transformers and all that, you know, power supply and all that, it's going to be very heavy. Probably big batteries, and on, right? And no. on top of oh, that, the, ooh, it's like... It's, it's, oh, it, it broke. Battery it's acid. Battery. Yeah, it's got all the crusts on it. For a while. I need to dispose oh, of this Oh, that's fine. Uh, just get hydro, uh, hydrogen peroxide. You can scrub it all off, clean I'll it up. I'll probably get rid of this guitar because it's just, if I ever want one, it's just not a great one. <laughs> uh Partly because of the weight and so on. Can you tell me the model so I can look up images and people like, in the audience as well? It's just the Rockman 3. Uh, uh, it says, it's called the Pro Guitar. It says Squire Stratocaster on it. Oh, yeah. By Fender. But it's so the it's one probably for just Rock an, Band. It's, it's probably, probably just a modified Squire. one, yeah. Yeah. But like is it, it heavier real, than the normal stuff? Because that's really it, no, it's the, heavy. The, the, I can I can vouch. It's yeah, heavier. But you can play yeah. Rock Band Three with a real guitar. You can play with a real drum set or a real a real MIDI drum set. They had the Ion drum set, which was just a real MIDI drum set that you could hook up to Rock Band Three. And apparently, mm-hmm. supposedly, it was compatible with basically any MIDI drum set. But I never really yeah. tested that. Yeah. But like, I was definitely MIDI drums eyeing are, are that over the years. Like, do I want the Ion drum set? Do I want to go all in? And obviously the microphones were always real, although their judgment of your performance was always iffy, because uh, it's just it's just <laughs> it's pitch all, matching. It always is. <laughs> it's always just pitch matching and not like how like technically talented you are or so on. 
but yeah. I got a lot of experience at pitch matching from playing too much rock band. Uh, It'll train your ear for sure. But I, I it's worse. I also have the other <laughs> pro guitar. Uh, I have the pro guitar uh, that isn't the real, real guitar because they had an intermediate step. This oh is the my weird go- one. Oh, my gosh. Because everyone knows the five button uh, guitar here and rock band guitar, right? And then there's the pro yes. guitar that Stephanie's holding, which is just a real guitar that is modified to have transmitted signal to rock band for judging you, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a little, it's got like a butt, it's got like a D pad yeah. on it. And like, oh, and I, I think I know why it is. Yeah, and basically, I also, it's and a I guitar use, with a MIDI converter inside. Yeah, and I also use that guitar uh, there's, for there's rock guitar smith, that, yeah. which was which has a better interface for guitar learning than yeah. rock band three does because oh, it's that's just the, for yeah, that. Which is why uh, I didn't sell very well, unfortunately. Yeah, but Rock, Rocksmith was neat. It's just I, it was neat. I just, it just it was ambitious. It tested my commitment and it found me wanting. I think that's what it did <laughs> for a lot of kids, and that's why I like it. But no, failed. there's a there's an intermediate step of uh, pro guitar, which is that every there's a there's a one that's it's it's like the fucking five button controller, but instead every single fret is a separate. I think button I just posted oh, the entire I just posted guitar. an image of it. Yeah, I, think oh, it's just I, I still have that under my bed. I think <laughs> that's uh, a scary one. <laughs> um, yeah, so on that one, every single fret, which by which I mean every single string of every single fret, is a separate button. So there's like probably like 200 buttons on there, and there's, there's six, 24 times there's, six. And the, and there's where the str- yeah, and where the strum bar is, there's like six elastic string replacement things, and so you would play that quote oh, unquote like a real guitar, and that you would be doing all the correct chords and whatnot like it helps but, your hand motions yeah but it, it but come it, to fruition it definitely helps you strum because it's just real yeah honestly that, you, that's you, like you are actually strumming uh but that but yeah you had you but it was all buttons it was like the most extreme version of what people thought would hypothetically happen if they added more buttons over time to guitar hero controllers <laughs> in that it has <laughs> every button it has every single fret and i have <laughs> one of those uh it, the the main upset the main point of that is that it cost half as much as the stratocaster and it also was also video you don't mind silly. Did this cost you as much as a real Stratocaster? That, Strat- that thing might be like three hundred dollars. I don't remember. Oh my god, that's so much more Shoot. expensive Holy than shit. a Squire Bullet. I'm trying to remember. You can get a, you I don't can remember get a Squire the exact Bullet price. for like one hundred and twenty. I don't remember the exact price, but it, it, we had it in, in stock at Best Buy, and I was just eyeing it every day while I was working there. And so, like, eventually, I knew I was going to cave, and I did. And so, I bought it finally. It's I mean, like it when, needs to be more expensive because it's more hardware. Yeah. But still, a, the 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 real one is 120, 150 bucks. Like, I had like a similar. It might have it might have been like 150. I don't remember how much it was. It might have been 200. No, but it probably is more my expensive. Brain, my brain might be inflating it. I think mm. the normal controllers are like 40 dollars. So I have that impression as well. Yeah, the scale in my head could have been that maybe the Stratocaster was 200 and the Pro one was 100 or something. By, by what you mean, the silly one with a billion buttons that might have been like a hundred or something. All I know is that there was like a scale because that was the purpose. Is there was like a intermediate step they made to fill up fulfill but a particular fundamentally market different. that wants to be able to play on pro but doesn't want to commit to a nightmare real guitar. But they're also fundamentally different instruments. I think you'd you'd have to de- develop different skills on both on all of them, really. Yeah. Well, that was the insanity of uh, Rock Band. Is that on top of having the the uh, charts for guitar and bass and vocals and drums and keyboard. There was also the pro guitar uh, charts that you could play, which was every real fret and so on. Uh, and three pro guitar. I'm just trying to bring up like a thing. So you're basically playing the tabs of the so music and just playing like normally. The gameplay. 
Yeah, you, you, because you play the real tabs. Time. Like, but the way they did it is that they show each string coming at you on the frets, like they do on the on normal guitar gameplay. But then all of the uh, notes coming at you are numbered, so you have numbered, to like yeah. jump to the correct uh, fret, and it's like kind of a nightmare. You need to practice, uh, basically. It's like, a lot in real life. <laughs> and there's a, there's a certain aspect yeah. of just memorizing chords. There was a really comprehensive system where you would. Yeah, you could take every song in the entire game and take every section of every song and make it loop infinitely at any speed you wanted to so you could practice it, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool, actually. Uh, yeah. But then, yeah, there was the alternate charts for the drums because they added symbols. So there was the symbol and no symbol version of every single drum song. Uh, vocals had a second chart because you could play with and without harmonies. So you could play one player and three player vocals. Uh, the keyboard had the silly little guitar hero mode where you play with five notes total. So if you played that, oh. you, you, so you could play every keyboard chart on your guitar, technically, like it was a guitar chart, if you played it on the like the Guitar Hero style guitar. But you could also play it on your keyboard and just play it one-handed there, like just in one location. And it was, like, was kind of like easy mode version of keyboard. But then you could play Pro Keys, which was a two-octave keyboard, and you were fucking doing the real keyboarding. Be, that yeah, was just real basically. keyboard, and it's a fucking nightmare. Uh, what what the the way the chart had to deal with it is that there wasn't enough space for it, so they had to fucking they had to scroll left and right. <laughs> oh my god, really? Yeah. So you, the keyboard would be sh- you can look you can find this by oh looking on YouTube. No. And t- and I'm type, looking at this right now. Yeah, you can type Rock this Band Three bad. Pro Keys. It shows the keyboard and it's different sections of the keyboard are a different color to tell you where you are on the keyboard on the chart. And as mm-hmm. the actual song wanders back and forth across the actual keyboard, it shows arrows that indicate that it's going to switch tracks oh, soon. No. And then it literally rotates to new this colors. Is, I don't... And you have to like follow that with your hands. It's a lot mm-hmm. because they couldn't make they couldn't fit the entire two octave keyboard into the shape of a uh, the guitar here like the guitar hero track they've always been using. So they had to have it scroll mm-hmm. back and forth to show you where you are as you go and color code the keyboard just so you can tell uh what it is which was a fucking ride so there's two keyboard charts two uh guitar and bass charts because they both had they both had real ones because you could also play real bass uh there's two uh drums charts and two uh vocals charts so that meant every song had 10 charts and that's not counting the five difficult the four difficulties the game had four diff- yeah because it had easy medium hard and expert uh so yeah uh, yeah People for a while there, people made a living wage by charting. It was just, all the rage. Just charting songs for Rock Band Network. Like community members were springing up like a little cottage industry, like YouTubers basically, and just making mm. this career in this weird little bubble market that was like for a while was going to be like a really lucrative thing they could do, and then it was going to go away because <laughs> they would just sit here and do the legwork of like contacting bands, getting the rights to their music, getting a contract and whatnot, and then making these. Uh, number of charts uh, uh, i guess it's 10 times so 40 charts they had to make 40 chart no because vocals is only one chart well vocals is two charts but the vocals doesn't have difficulties because the difficulty just automatically changes the tolerance for flaws in your singing but the chart's not different on easy mm-hmm. uh yeah. but yeah like it's a it's fucking work <laughs> i uh i'm like a weird Side note: There's like a niche for all these sorts of things. Yeah. I was watching a really like a dated date. It's an old documentary. I just thought it'd be funny to watch uh, about Second Life. And there was this lady who was a realtor on Second Life, and she was making a- an actual living wage yeah. and a decent it's amount of money by by basically creating like pieces of furniture and building like 
houses that you could buy with real money in Second Life yeah, to yeah. live in. And yeah, I was like, there's a lot of people. Oh yeah, that, or that it was at least. That's and I remember think I remember watching it, and obviously the documentary was made at it like, when you when you were supposed to watch it. It was present tense, and I remember thinking. Like what's this it's lady still doing going, now? Though. What is she make? How is she making money now? Because I, I don't know think there's, there's probably, Second Life is probably, is probably flooding right now. With all really? the people, like there are a lot of image searches that I'd take that just result in finding somebody's like Second Life store. I didn't realize this like, was such a big random. thing. It is found, so weird. I found several <laughs> versions of basalt columns in various Second Second Life stores. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, she's like, second she's life like, is like a phenomenon. It was honestly. just funny because she'd like meet people and she'd be like, "Oh, so did you see the ranch style house?" And the person's like, "Yeah, I'm looking for something a little bit bigger for me and my my daughter." But it's like uh, you know, no one underage was like allowed to play the game, so all these adults pretending to be kids because I was like a part of their like role playing. And so it's like you yep. can go adopt children and things like from orphanages, and they were just adults pretending to be kids because that was just like what they wanted to do. And like, it's like, yeah, no, I was like, I, I have your beach house already, but I was looking at like the, the mountain style house and like, they're just like, she's wearing like a realtor outfit in the, the game. Then you go and do commissions. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's I'm fascinated. Whenever by there's this. any kind of like social network video game, you always get to like art commissions of people that make custom work f- like on a per user basis too. Like I, I think about like, there's a, cause the, one of the newer versions of second life and whatnot is the, is the uh, VR chat. Oh, and like yeah. have, like I was watching like uh, Ross O'Donovan on YouTube, and wait, he wait, commissioned it, this it, like next level, incredibly convoluted like demon costume for him to wear, where he's a demon man, and there's like, and his girlfriend has one too, where she's a different demon, and they have like all these custom animations, like if she lifts up. I think if she lifts up her, like the, her shirt in the back or something, she has like an eyeball sticking out of her back, and it like looks around in random directions, all twitchy like. But every now and then, it looks straight at you. Like there's all these really specific effects, and they can do like music <laughs> videos and go into like like they can like tra- transform the environment around them to do like to play music Dude, and sync it up with that. And it's like living this my is normal all... life is hard enough. Like yeah. I don't need like th- that advanced of, of another life. Like yeah, another li- being another... a human being is hard for me already. A like whole, it's like a whole new expensive like fashions. Arms, arms race basically i can't even function like i have to do dishes like that's already enough like i don't need more complex <laughs> tasks I, I will, than this i will never play fucking vr chat i i don't want i'm scared i don't I, like any games i, 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 I can't handle people. meeting strangers <laughs> i liked it but that's because I, it's nice being able to uh i enjoy being able to just kind of play up being silly uh so like my thing to do is i was always jump over to the plate the if people were in the map that had a bar I would specifically be a bartender. You see so like, that? You're that kid in Club just, Penguin that's like pretending like they run the, the spaghetti restaurant. Yeah, and so I would just I would just <laughs> sit there and wait, and people would like you know people would pass by, and OP, and you would just sit there and you'd like clean the glass, pretend like you're <laughs> maintaining it, and someone will show up and be like, "Can I get something?" And then I just look at them like, "What do you want?" Like, oh my Can god. I, can you get like, can I get Andrew. a thing? And you're like, here you go. And you just, I know where it all is. I've been sitting here cleaning it for the past hour. <laughs> no one talking to me. And you just take the thing and you give it to them. And they're like, thanks. And they just Andrew. walk off and you're like, that's it. There you go. Why? <laughs> How is that being silly though? You're like that, being the normalest because, person. Because that's the thing is like VR chat is about like literally anime girls and Kermit the Frog hanging out in the same room Hell talking yeah. about rap battles. And that's not silly though. You're, just, you're doing your job. You're there's just, fine. That's the thing. That's why it's silly because there's all these people are just having this stupid time interacting in stupid ways, playing games, throwing stuff at each other, screaming, doing dumb shit. And I'm just sitting there. 
pretending like this is a real world. <laughs> I Everyone bet there's so many just... people like that, though. Like, do, doing what you're... What I, you I never saw any... And people just run around. Played, but, yeah. I mean, granted, it's mostly kids. So, yeah. it's mostly just people, like, running around. And they're like, oh, my God, look at everybody else. I'm dressed up as a speed racer guy. And I'm like, all right. Uh, do, you want, do you want a, <laughs> a whiskey neat? Like, I didn't even have a costume. I was just, like, a, a default floating robot body. So, like, there was just nothing about me that stood out. I just looked like a piece of the world. And that, to me, is funny. Like, I just love the idea that someone could come up and, like... That's kind of a, just, not... like, a meta, like, a meta-type joke, yeah. you know? Yeah, I guess I get true. you. It is, it is funny. But I did, I, like, I did that with, uh, when I played Fercadia back in the day. That's what I did, too. I just went to places... I can't places get over that... the fact that you played Fercadia. <laughs> I... I just showed up to places Wait, and I would sit Fur-cadia? there. Furcadia, yes, like Furcadia, yeah. yes. Um, I mean, it's still the one of the tigers, it isn't it? Every time, I, no, I, it's. I was not. Uh, I I was not oh and am goodness. not. Oh, it's a really furry. pretty. It's kind of cute. I was gonna say, yeah, I'm kind of kind of yeah, digging the art style. Like, it looks like a like Diablo one, but colorful, like that kind of like yeah, like how dare you? I have it's a. I mean, like it's a, it looks like an isometric RPG, but it's yeah, like yeah, it's but it's like, like the old Mighty thing. Magic and stuff. Yeah, it's just it's just a it's an RPG for it, furries. But at the time, I didn't play? know what that was because I was a kid. I and mean, so the I was Sims just Online, like, the Sims Online is still going to this day. Like the original The Sims Online, yeah, the version and, Online is still going. People are just still serving, <laughs> serving. And so serving I just had whiskey meats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For I just Kadia, had like I just had a dragon character, and he would go around to. <laughs> He would go around to bars and just sit there. And then eventually someone would say something to him and I would just reply back normally. And that would uh, be it. I would just... A- it's Andrew. I just reflexively searched to see if I could find Furcadia basalt columns. Of course you did. <laughs> I realized I hadn't checked yet. There, there probably are some. <laughs> Every game I, must be included. Andrew, since you're an expert, right? So yesterday okay. was in, in real life. I don't know when, how, when this gets aired. In real life yesterday was Halloween, right? I wore like a shark. I was a hammerhead shark for Halloween, and my little cousin called me a furry, right? And I was like, yeah. "Sharks well, aren't mammals." But but there's scalies and there's furries. If I'm a shark, yes. Where do I fall in that? Is there a third term for what a shark would be? Sandpapery. Uh, so it depends. <laughs> what doesn't their skin uh, feel like? Sandpaper. Supposedly, oh, yeah, actually, it does. I yeah, felt it. but uh, but Scratchies. what it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> what about a dolphin? What would a dolphin be? Smoothies. Like they don't have scales, but are they also they don't blubber? have fur. Um, I, I guess. But yeah, they are just all blubber. Uh, fishies. Fishies is the term. I can link you. Maybe they just call it fucking They actually lizards. call it fishies. <laughs> yeah, well, fish they're not fish, but they're mammals. No, the sharks are fish. Are fish? Uh, well, he's. I mean, the, she could, her follow-up is a question of, of dolphins. Oh, dolphins are mammals. That, that's uh, just the often person. being mistaken for dur- uh, dolphin furries, which are apparently different things. Durries. Oh, my, my cousin then came like he he had an outfit. He's he's a little kid, but he had an outfit on, and then he went and changed into a creeper onesie. And I said, "Well, you're a furry now too." <laughs> oh no, you got him. <laughs> he didn't like that response, and so we kind of we had a little tiff about it. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, people make. Oh, because he's a very, he's a very, um, he's been on the internet too much. Like he, he understands the world in ways that most adults don't even understand it. <laughs> so you but, can hurt him. But he was like, he was like. He can like whistle blow hurt him in ways that people don't understand. <laughs> uh, he, he, he loves that Kitsu YouTuber, by the way. I just, you know, he loves to, he's, he's met him. So he brags about it. 
which is so cute. Wow. I met him once. I know. Over a he year he ago. he brings you up every time I see him. That was like Fourth of July of last year. He That's told me he have. told me to tell you to make your channel more kid friendly, and I said you can't because I'm on it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it all the People time. That's that. the real like, problem. Hey, you, channel with like 13,000 videos, you should change the age rating of all of your behaviors and content retroactively. I'm like, no? What? No. <laughs> what? How? No. What does that mean? How? What do you expect? You could, I was like, you what, could what, hire, what is the outcome you're expecting? Hire an editor to bleep out all the bad words. 13,000 videos said, I said, sorry, little cuz, but I say some bad words sometimes, yeah. so I'm sorry. It's my no, fault. No, our Halloween special had Vormy Daddy, and then it turned out to be prophetic. Yes, actually. Oh, no. I, also, said, like, I said Vormy Daddy, and then the game ended with uh, Adam uh, Saturn devouring his son, which is literally... Vormy Daddy, <laughs> specifically. Yeah, that's literally somebody being yeah, eaten by his dad. Literally speci- that's the most literal <laughs> interpretation of that. <laughs> It was kind of just like a sign from the heavens yeah. or something. I don't know what that means. Another, I feel like I wonder joke, if that would be insulting the, or not to him. The joke's gotten out of hand, but it keeps it keeps spreading because there was a uh, there was a stream where where Bird revealed the fact that he's in like not one but multiple uh, furry discords, and so then it just kept going. Like we just we just had to keep evolving, and now it's too far. <laughs> Now, now too many bad jokes are just in my they're just in my wheelhouse and it's just when you just you're trying to think of commentary you're like i got i gotta stop nope too late already said it again <laughs> here we go but yeah I, I i prefer uh to just be very boring inside of massively multiplayer games like that <laughs> that I, is such that's so hilarious to me though i i don't know i just i don't i have no uh i i don't know i i can't i don't find it enjoyable to be a lunatic even if it's in an anonymous space you're you're the uh the person that bethesda was thinking of when they made fallout 76 they were like people are gonna be npcs to each other little uh. did they know that there's only one andrew yeah. yeah, I I would definitely be like a traveling salesman and just run around and say hi to people. <laughs> like, hello. Yeah, what do you want to buy? Fall seventy six is even life. worse than Fall Four. But I, I oh yeah. yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't even bother trying with that one. Oh my god, like, it's so I keep, bad. I keep missing the free weekends. I keep meaning to like do a let's try of it just to gawk at it. Please, <laughs> like, so... if you do that, please let me see it because I just want to <laughs> see it. It is. So I feel bad. like we have to rewind for a second. Yeah, because I just saw in Discord that. Uh, Colonel RPG posted a wikifur.com article about the fish. Yeah, the fish fur. And that's that's already a thing. But no, the thing I'm registering is that the thumbnail <laughs> image is fucking shark tail. <laughs> it's Will Smith as the fish. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's no. Will Smith is uh, That's the persona. example. That's, well, that's his persona, right? Dude, I, I guess I should have I should have been persona. I should have been him for Halloween. And then my cousin would have been completely correct. What a horrifying image! Because apparently he's the mascot for fish fish furries. I have I have a, a I, I'm actually you guys have been talking and I have been looking at fish uh, fish sonas and I have fish the sonas. best sonas. the best picture. But of course this is a podcast. Yeah, fish sona is the is the correct <laughs> term. But, but dolphin, of course this is a podcast. Still but fish, but though. yeah, just imagine like a fucking Subnautica Halloween update, but where all of the fucking fish just turn into furries. I I'm, <laughs> They're all I'm fishies the, or whatever. I'm under the impression, yes. except under for the impression the, the game gets more cursed somehow, <laughs> or or not. I 
when I look at furry art, like the one that you have posted here, it is so con- it is like so unrecognizable as anything enjoyable to look at. But I imagine this is like what most people uh, view anime to be like that aren't uh, uh, a part I of d- anime. That does make that is hurt. I understand that, and it that does make like, me sad because I do like anime. It looks like Colonel has I posted like an image of a man transforming into a shark, and he's screaming while bursting out of I, clothes. Is his tail his penis? I don't no no. <laughs> well, not, how do you want? Well, to why, then why is it bulging from the front of him? Let's let's remember that we're like doing like a podcast right be? now. Let's let's remember. Like that's people the thing is like gonna... I'm looking at this and I'm finding so many things that I just can't. Like, how does a fish man have hair? What is the literal benefit to the species to have hair if they're always underwater? Wouldn't it always I... be in their face? Like, isn't that a bad idea? Why do they? Why do they have a we... tongue? What do they, what do they need a tongue for? So we need to invite things. Like we need to invite Sonic Fox or somebody. That, so we, that, have uh, we have for Katie footage going right now. Because I keep bringing up visual aids for okay. Stephanie whenever we talk about something, just to have it run. Uh, you have the one where it's, it's like, a bunch of wolves a, doing thriller. I'm just well, I'm just thinking like at least a shark with hair. I can imagine like okay, the hair goes there and it works how hair does, I guess. But all of these mammal furries that have hair, I'm confused how the hair works in addition to their normal fur. Like, why do they arbitrarily have human hair on addition well, to the fur? But then it gets even weirder, because the weirdest one I've seen is when they have facial hair. And I'm like, can they shave it? How do they shave their beard? And it's not like Keith. skin underneath, but still more fur. <laughs> if they want to have facial hair and human hair yeah. and animal hair, they can have that. Well, yeah, the answer is they're cartoon characters, and it's all Bugs Bunny shit, and nothing matters. But... But whenever I th- but I get I get stuck in like the mental well of like wow yeah how do you work <laughs> how, does have, see, how does this wolf have a goatee <laughs> and that's the thing is like I don't I don't do I don't do that questioning uh, with anime and I think that's because I have like my brain is already programmed to just accept whatever comes out on the screen because that's just anime. Yeah, like seeing eyebrows through an anime, yeah. you just get used to and eyebrows and eyes being visible through hair. Yes. Yeah, you just yeah. you kind of accept weird things about anime. Like how can you lose so much blood and just not pass out from it? And they're like, no, it's fine. I don't anime kids just have hundreds of liters. <laughs> that I don't of it. accept though. Um, that, that I don't accept because But you don't have to accept it. It's anime. That's <laughs> just what makes it anime. You can't stop and, it. <laughs> And furry yeah. is the same way to me, where it's like I don't have to accept that sharks have hair, but they got it, and like I, I, but to a furry, just, they probably don't yeah, think about it. Dude, this kid probably didn't draw this, going like, "Oh, is it weird that sharks have hair?" No, he's just like, "Yeah, of course it has fucking hair. It's brown hair too." Like, because <laughs> well, maybe it's him, you know? Like maybe that's him, and he wants that's it to I mean. look like him still. Oh wait, we and, have a furry story. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. Okay, we, we, will, we, we, we have protect, to tell... We need to protect their identity. I was going to ask if you... We, we need to protect their I, identity. I was going to ask Hello, if you told this, this story on the last podcast <laughs> no. or not, because I was excited to hear the response to this story. Yeah, no, but, you can tell it. I just I, I just want to... I just... The where, I, the where I draw the line, I don't really want to, like, like we won't, shame people yeah, no, 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 and no, no, spotlight no. them. No, I was going to say... So we'll, t- we'll talk about it in vague terms, but oh. we, we, we discovered a fucking... fucking subculture on TV and art. <laughs> Which is the place to do oh, that. Because we finished watching uh, The Wolf of Snow Hollow, is that what it's called? 
And that movie, yes. that movie is pretty fun. So, uh, and that led to us just Googling shit. And then that just led to like a weird rabbit hole. Cause it was like, it's, <laughs> it's specific that an actor was dead. Okay. okay wait, wait, yeah. so real quick, real quick. Two, two things. One, I'm down with the furry community. You do whatever you want. There's no shame for anything you do. I don't. I don't mind at all. I don't necessarily find yes. all these things attractive. Yeah. Um, but I totally, you, you I have, totally understand why it exists. I do have a fursona. <laughs> I got you. I got you gift a, a gift of it for last. I actually year. do have a fursona, by the way. Like a, a very like a professionally drawn and now professionally mo- like cast in plastic <laughs> persona she has a, a goat <laughs> character and i, I got a, her uh a goat demon. i got her a, a custom print from one of those like D model printing websites where you can customize it like a video game character oh mm-hmm. yeah, I sent, yeah i sent one to her and one to bird where it was a bird character with a microphone just because that was my nice. idea that year <laughs> no that honestly is one of my favorite gifts and i really love it thank you but uh no i'm totally down furries i totally get why it happens i totally get it 100 percent. do whatever do you mm-hmm. but yes we're watching because it's halloween we we're watching uh, a werewolf movie um it was by the same guy that did thunder road and a shout out to that movie because it's fantastic but this movie was great but there is an actor in it whose name i'm not remembering do you remember his name no in in the credits, it was like it was like you know, was like it's tribute. The movie's tributed to him. Tribute to this guy, and it's the guy who plays the Bob dad. Cherry in fucking uh, Jackie Brown. I love that movie, so I just think of him as that. But regardless, we were looking up whether or not he was dead, and just by a weird offhand, like just we're looking up his roles and stuff, and for some reason, Robert Foster or Forrester. What was it? He said Robert, Robert Forrester. I know his face. Uh, yes yes robert forrester it it was dedicated to him right because it was it was like it was released posthumously and while we were looking up whether or not he was dead for some reason there was a picture that looked like a little like kind of like a doodle of um like a tribute to him just just, and we're like oh that's kind of cute and so we click on it and we find this amazing deviant art profile uh Keith, do you want to start describing this profile? Uh, well, oh yeah, I found it. You found it? <laughs> yeah, we can't save. <laughs> but uh, so it's just it just looks like a, our first response was just like, oh, there's some child that like knows. But, but Robert I was Forster I was like, what child and, would know and, Robert Forster? Yeah. <laughs> we thought it was just a child I mean, that he... wrote about that was like wrote a made a little doodle as a tribute to the death of Robert Forster, and we find their DVD, we look at their DVD account. And keep scrolling, and it's just like it's it's like an entire extended universe of Sonic characters, like OCs, just an endless oh, yeah. barrage and of t- Sonic OCs, mostly he, Sonic OCs, but like oh, a yeah, ton of OCs from absolutely anything you could possibly think oh, yeah. of, just whatever crossover fits, basically. But and like they all have comments of people that like love them, and there's a really specific undercurrent of like toilets, just an endless amount of like. So there's toilet characters, there's toilet travel between worlds, there's like toilet warriors and so yeah, they're, on, they're and like this entire heroes. team of toilet warrior OCs, and they're all they all look like child's drawings. And you look at their page and you're like, oh, they're posting like 
maybe even more than once a day. No, like, it seems it's, it's like, a barrage. like a handful a day. It's an endless barrage of these really quick drawings <laughs> that are all... Okay. Just, Are they like Microsoft Paint? Uncomfortably on the borderline of fetish or something where you're like, well, I'm not sure what to think about toilet stuff toilets. and what's going on there's, here. There's no diapers. There's no yeah. like scat stuff or anything like that. It is literally just about toilets and plumbing. And then there are heroes that fix toilets. Yeah. And as if just, just, hey. as if just, as if to only highlight <laughs> and, and heighten the absurdity of what we're looking at is we're like doom scrolling through this shit. We keep going and like, Every page or so, there's another tribute to a dead actor. <laughs> like, you just keep scrolling and there's all this... That's how I found <clears> out <throat> the voice of Scooby-Doo died. Yeah! That's like how the, I found so out like, the voice yeah, of Scooby-Doo died. Yeah, we saw a sad Scooby-Doo and it was R.I.P. the voice actor of Scooby-Doo. And we were like, Scooby-Doo's voice actor's dead! And like Chadwick Boseman <laughs> and so on rolling there. And it's like, it's just, yeah, you just see like 20 images of like Sonic OCs with plungers and then suddenly a somber tribute to a recently deceased actor just and that was just the whole page and it was so it was we couldn't stop looking at it and then we would click on their favorites and we'd find their friends Wait. basically via that and there'd be like an extended universe of other people who were all like posting in the toilet verse yes. and so on and i'm just which, like i don't which I, one is oh the toilet verse i like that name yeah well because it, it totally is like <laughs> this like two, sonic yeah, toilet course, yeah, version yeah. of like the omega verse or whatever where it's i don't just, know like, why there's so much the art together. about and he's commissioning art from other artists to draw his ocs with toilets and like coming out of toilets like just standing next to toilets like well, yeah it's all sure? real it's all <laughs> real it. gnarly art like it's rough. Like, are you this is great stuff what do you mean the voice actor? Wait, sorry, I'm kind of hung up on the Scooby Doo voice actor <laughs> dying. What? Which voice actor? I think it's the original. Yeah, I don't know. The original one died in 1996. Yeah, well, I'm guessing it's not that one. Uh, the, the it could next, be that one. So the original one died in 1996. He was the one from '69. Well, the one after that was uh, Frank Welker, you're, who's you're still make alive. Me fucking research. We're gonna, dude, we're, gonna re- we're gonna research. Frank Welker is still alive. Was from 1979 to present. Actually, um, there oh. was there's Scott Eines, who was in '98 to 2008 and 2017 to present, still alive, and Neil Fanning, who I think is, I think is. <laughs> Dead? Oh, there's another one. We just saw one that was celebrating uh, the anniversary of no, Mad still... Magazine. So, oh, it was Joe Ruby, apparently. Uh, Joe yeah. Ruby, 1993. We found it, but <laughs> Joe Ruby's the creator. Ah, oh, voice there we go. We didn't look further. Yeah, no, ah. we didn't. Okay, wow, I was like, was wait a second. If, Sco- if, Sco- if the, the voice of Scooby died, I would actually be a little concerned because that's a... seven years old. Wait, but but the but the creator dying isn't that isn't that more a uh, he was born in 1933. The dude needed to die. This is too old. <laughs> oh my god. god. Shots fired. He like it's barely got he barely was there when like dirt floors were gotten rid of in the United States. Come on, man. And then then promptly replaced with themed restaurant peanut floors. <laughs> my cousin can't eat at those places because he's allergic to peanuts so he can't go into texas roadhouses because just yeah. the air makes him have an electric reaction oh, yeah God. wait yeah, the floor is made out of peanuts <laughs> no the no <laughs> they let you crack There's... your peanuts and throw the shells on the ground like you're a barbarian but we, we what, had... they, they don't clean it up they, well eventually they sweep some eventually. of it up and then the more yeah. of it fills back in 
Oh my god! It's part what? of like the aesthetic is to have like a peanut floor, but I think you have to periodically okay, like clear it out because I think it'll mold. <laughs> and also, I, I can tolerate tripping. I can tolerate the toilet universe, but the peanuts I draw <laughs> on there. I, this is America's a terrifying you... place. Never come here. We'll <laughs> get no, you. I'm, yeah, I'll get you. Not. Honestly, uh, yeah. it kind of is. Is that guy's yeah. chest? Oh, that's a tie. I thought his chest was a mouth. Uh, <laughs> that also is a thing. Uh, but we kept. We kept that is a thing. Like we okay, fin- so we, we, a, we we finished that uh, the TU we, we finished that universe. movie and we just watched the stuff for like we just kept like we scrolled we, for like we, a solid hour we couldn't look away for like an hour yeah but it did have a happy ending which is we found this account that makes these highly detailed beautiful pun monsters where every single post is another creature Keith that is obviously a pun. loved this it's a great it's great <laughs> it's just really adorable artwork that's really well drawn okay of like, like um puns. okay so so they're all like animal puns and it has a cute little animal illustrating it but it'll be like a border cauliflower and it has like a cute yeah. dog cauliflower and or it'll like, be like or like baked alaska and it'd be like an alaskan husky or whatever the hell but it was like in, a in the style of the dessert yeah yeah i want it, cake it, i have cake like all these just adorable creatures I will eat cake honestly it was a very it was a very nice. long collection of illustrations to the point where i was wondering how this person was still coming up with animal puns because yeah, it was like impressive. it was a it, we went for a long time there were several. There were several Loch Ness monster ones. There was like five in a row. I'm like, he, how yeah, many? He would think of like several and just put them all on his list or something. I all the power I, to them. I have to say, I, I haven't been on DeviantArt in a very long <laughs> oh, yeah, time. Looks, I go there. It looks every completely day different almost. now. Yeah, I I like abandoned. I don't that like the new. I don't planet. like the new Eclipse theme. They, they. I much prefer the old it's one. It's got like a dark background. I'm okay with mode. dark backgrounds. There are a lot of my DeviantArt front page does not look like. Oh my god, what have they done? I've, I always check my my. Uh, I'm so confused. Place. I typed uh, "Bake Alaska" because I wanted to find the exact. Isn't one that like a YouTuber? Before. Yeah, that's one thing. Is that it's a YouTuber? Why don't you just type in a? But there's also like border collie more flower. baked alaska pun animals than i expected that aren't or what python I'm for. type in python <laughs> but with no, the, the ie the more distressing thing i'm finding is that there's a lot of like ruby pregnancy art <laughs> dude coming up for baked you, alaska you and i don't know what the mm, connection there is you don't know like the things that are a thing until you hang out on deviant art for a while no you know? i mean like i don't know why it's coming up under baked alaska that's my question uh because <laughs> i don't know why there's baked a, alaska bun, brings there's a up, bun in the oven I don't, I, oh maybe it's from alaska because yeah. i'm like i don't know why baked alaska brings up a bunch of fucking yang pregnancy art maybe specific, there's some specifically yang from ruby i don't know why maybe there's some uh maybe there's like some reference we're not getting I don't know. I don't know. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. I don't want to click on uh, any of that. It's our whole other adventure. Uh, it is a shipping fandom. That's Co- why. So Bake Alaska oh. is the fem slash between Yang and Neopolitan from Ruby. Oh my gosh, oh, that makes perfect yeah, the ice sense. ice cream girl. Yeah. Because her hair is like the ice cream. I remember her. I get it now. I don't remember why where I left Why are the names up? for these like shippings way more interesting than the show? Uh, well, anything is more interesting than the show. Honestly, part, honestly, one of the most fun parts of the show might be the naming of the characters, like the <laughs> the dumbness of making a Neapolitan lady, <laughs> and that's just her shtick. Is she looks like Neapolitan ice cream? It's like I mean, that's... like you you start in a fun place, but where do you take that? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you have to think about I guess... someone like. I guess Someone if you're who's... better at this, you can do a lot with it, actually, because that's basically the same level of absurdity as every JoJo name. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I want uh, some. A, I want some creative theme. names. I want some creative combo names with them together. Yeah, there is. God, there's this. Would you? Say I like how there's a whole wiki dedicated uh, Python to shipping. With an IE Thon. There we go. I, t I found it instantly. Python with the IE. Oh, yeah. So the, the 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 channel we the thing we will shout out is uh, the DeviantArt Cryptid Creations. That's just a joy. It's just a bunch of animals that are puns and they're adorable. All right, I'm gonna look at this. Up. It's just it's just fucking, It's just so it's garden just so cider, cute. and it's an apple spider. There's a biscotti that looks like your dog, but made of biscotti, like the the coffee treat. Because <laughs> it's a Scotty dog. Yeah, and it's, it's a, a biscotti. Scotty, but it's made of biscotti. Just stupid, stupid, adorable shit. A pencil oh my god, so many puns. <laughs> yeah, a pencil sharpener, which is like a great white that sharpens your pencils. Bare bones. A yeah, there's pen, a lot of stuff a, a pain goalie, which is a, a pangolin hockey goalie. They're just so adorable. So yeah, that was the, we, we that got was the happy ending of our bizarre rabbit hole that day. Also, I did find an OC of my, of my name, and I was kind of like pleased that I got a shout out, so... Granted, it was also like toilet related, but yeah, it's not a problem. Toilet Stephanie. <laughs> yes, I was. I, I was a hero. So <laughs> you're a hero the, of yeah. toilets. I I what ha what ha what would happen if I typed in toilet and DVR? Is that a good choice? Toilet just, DVR? Just, just no, in DVR. No, in DVR. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just fucking do it, you coward. Okay. Bet you can do it. Oh. Bet. This isn't you so bad. Just also, just type, in, type in Sonic yeah, and then like, toilet there's like and a, see. There's like a picture oh, of a cat in I toilet like the paper. Cats. Yeah. I like the cats right? playing toilet paper. It's called toilet humor. That's adorable. I like that. Those are some scary looking fucking cats, though. They're very sentient. I think they're Abyssinian uh -oh. cats. They're like this is definitely that a furry artist. That got oh. real bad really fast. My uh, my results are very different from yours. I think oh, this he's might really be... good at this. Oh no, this got really bad really fast. Okay, don't keep scrolling. Just stay at the top. <laughs> Just stay at the very top of that page. Don't <laughs> go down. Oh no, there's immediately oh so many. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, this doesn't okay. get this gets. Let's get Terrible. back on track then, shall we? I don't. Oh yeah, we should. Before we lose that, uh, Stephanie, we should ask the the question that I'm pretty sure is directed at Stephanie. Yes, oh, yeah. do it. <clears throat> uh, the next one. I'm scared. Uh, well, I think it's directed at us somewhat. Okay, it's like I thought a, it was calling me out. I my, think it's just uh, oh, somebody <laughs> asking a question after watching a bunch of videos that we were in. So in a couple of your videos, you guys kind of bash on a couple of bands like Linkin Park, Three Days Grace, Nickelback, etc. And I was wondering what you actually don't like about the bands. A lot of people seem to uh, uh, diss these bands, but no one explains why they don't like them. I, I was can wondering gladly if you could do maybe put that to words. <laughs> oh, that's oh, it's a uh, Splinter Double O S. It's that guy. Someone doesn't like uh, Linkin Park. I don't. I don't. I mean, okay, teach their own. Every so you know, everyone's entitled to their own. You know, musical interest. I listen to a lot of weird stuff that people aren't going to like, and I understand that. But I can honestly like say that one of the biggest things for me in any song, which is why, which is why like people will criticize my music because I can listen to. I listen to so I listen to like Bob Dylan, right? And I always got shit because like everyone's like, oh, that music that like that music is terrible. His voice is bad. But for me, I'm like I'm a lyric person, so I don't necessarily care if the music's really simplistic. A lot of the music I listen to is basically just spoken word poetry with a very light guitar aspect to it. I can tell you for sure there has not been any line in the history of music writing that these three bands have written that I will say is a good line. 
and I, that is I, why I don't like them. I would also oh, say I put like, Lincoln Park on a much higher shelf than you. Three Days Grace and Nickelback. I will do that. Uh, yes, I, will I, do that. I don't. I do not think Nickelback and Three Days Grace, or uh, sorry, Nickelback and uh, Lincoln Park are comparable. Lincoln Park is much more talented. But I'm talking. I'm like. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at like. I want some. I mean, granted, we, we all have like stupid stuff we listen to, but thing, I don't yeah. want like some high art nonsense. Like I just can't. I just can't listen to like uh, that. Like. Uh, we all get skinny because we just don't eat in a damn now in a private room. Yeah, we did the Like, there's no line in that song that is at all yeah. takes talent to write. And I write, I've like, written, hey, I've written hey, songs for, rock star. I've written lyrics for bands, and I write poetry, and I read poetry, and I read a lot, and all that stuff is not good. I will just tell you. I, I don't know. That's, that song really summarized that they're just in it for the money and not for the art, and they don't want to stand out. They want to maintain their broness and not have to like put themselves out there as an artist, but they want to have all the benefits because they they even have the line like "We'll be we'll be great like Elvis without the tassels." It's like like wait, something something asshole. They rhyme with assholes, I think. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my god, you can't do that. I... That all that's also a problem. Oh no! Like yeah. and then oh my gosh, and I'm thinking like um. That like animal I've become and stuff like I'm thinking mm-hmm. of all the lines in these songs and how they're like I feel like a fifth grader could write these. I will I say Lincoln Park's better. I will say for I, sure. I think yeah. what what Stephanie is saying right there or right now is like it's a little bit of a glimpse of why people have sort of a backlash to the backlash against Lincoln Park or in bands like that because uh, you know people can come off as pretentious. Um, and what happens, like, I'm, I write songs as well. Uh, I, I, I'm an amateur musician. So um, I, I know, like, personally what it takes to write and what it takes to come up with lyrical words and interesting things to, to write about, let alone, like, what the words you're going to write down. Um, so when I hear a song that, it, that, that just feels rote and just feels, you know, just sort of like, bleh, I can tell. And I have that, that, that I think I, I, I think I have, I have the same... Like, I think uh, what Stephanie is saying also applies to me, basically. Um, but maybe that's also part of why, like, maybe people who know what it takes to, to write and know what, like, there's just a, a little bit more than the, to the pop, these, these bands. They're, they're, okay. I, I think if you don't write, you don't necessarily have the same perspective and you sort of listen to a song from Nick. Because Nickelback does, like, from, from a production standpoint, and, and all of these three bands, from a production standpoint, just from a professional, you know what I mean, standpoint, they... they they do their stuff. They they they're they're competent. They they, they um, make their and, paycheck, and I get yeah, it. Yeah. And like there's there's a musicians. Yeah, that level. There's a lot of songs that maybe I've are not super <laughs> that are not super articulate. That like I really like. Like I think that like Ice Ice Baby is a fun song, you know, and that's a fun song. But it's not yeah, like yeah. I wouldn't say like that's a super. Like, I just don't think because there's there's a certain level of music that you don't need to. Like the first time, uh, like I, I've been dealing with music since I was a kid, uh, and the first, and I never had listened to Prince. And the first time I listened to Prince was when he passed away, and I listened to that song. I didn't know it was Prince, and I was like, "This this song is awesome." And I, I don't even listen to pop. I'm mean, it's not it's not my style. Um, and I, I, I you could immediately tell it was a great song, just from the the everything, because <laughs> it's amazing. It's awesome. And I I went on to listen to a bunch of his albums, and um, it yeah, it's just it's great stuff. It's not my style, but like. Even without the 
Like it's not a, what I'm trying to say is it, it's not about the name that pe- that some people anyway don't like Linkin Park or don't like Nickelback. It's there's something there that is, that means it's just bland. And and I, I get the other side of the argument. Like there's I re- like there are like I said I I like Bob Dylan. I get a ton of shit for that. I like Simon and Garfunkel. I get a ton of nonsense for that. And I give a shout out yeah. to my girl Kimmy Dawson because I've gotten so much flack because people hate her voice and they think that her music's like for little kids. But I just you think keep playing really good ones though. On the I cover. love Kimmy Dawson, but like she's like a little folk artist, you know. So it's, it's it's very low budget music, and it's kind of maybe not something that everyone really will understand or like. Or like the Moldy Peaches are like a good example. Like if you ever listen, if you ever listen to the soundtrack from Juno, I guess that's a good. There's like, like an emotional starting point that you want to reach. I love emotional honesty. It, it has to be like it well rendered. It's not just it's not enough just to be honest, but to also find the words for it. And even if the words aren't the most like they aren't like five syllable words or like the most articulate it's just something kind of a simple a simple sentiment they they hurt and they feel they feel yeah. honest and good and i don't get anything genuine from these musicians that i think are just writing to make money no and I, it honestly breaks my heart because i think music is like one of the truest mediums for like conveying expression and i know when you can tell and feel people are trying to get that paycheck it just hurts me yeah it hurts me to hear that kind of music and you see that with bands that uh, like I I I, li- I really like the first couple of albums from from Alter Bridge, which is a relatively well known band, and their later albums you just can't, you just can't tell that they are they are just doing it for um, they need they need more albums. Let's do something else, and it's it, you see that in the lyrics, you see that in the songwriting, and the you know m- musical writing as well. Um, yeah, it happens. It, it's not just sometimes. Sometimes it's not just about who it is. It's about I, well, like, the, I, I, their t- their place in life at the moment. I think about like like Green Day. When you hear like you go to like well, oh, yeah. welcome to paradise, and it's like a really specific aspect of like coming of age and moving out and becoming your own person and like trying to cut dependencies and there's all these really specific images throughout the song that are really neat and interesting, and then you then you get to like twenty like sixteen ish or whatever, and there's a song they put out that just goes oh love. <laughs> oh, love, over and over again. I'm like, I want to die. I can't even finish the song. Compare Basket Case to, like, 21 yeah. Guns, and it's like, I don't know. I feel like one of those had more to say <laughs> than the other one did. Yeah. And, like, it's not just popular music versus not popular music, too, because the one of the go-to things that people, like, you just reflexively hate popular music, but I love, I, I think both of us kind of love 3D, uh, uh, not, sorry, not 3D, uh, my Chemical Romance. Oh yeah, like they're great. I know. I know and people. They're really talented musicians, and their lyrics are great. Th- their lyrics are actually really. Yeah, no, I, so, and they have good flow. Yeah, there's just not all popular bands even are created equal. Yeah, and it's like I, I kind of have a comparison prepared because I was thinking about this, cooking it in the back of my head because I, t- I have a song about self-loathing from Three Days Grace. And then one from My Chemical Romance, and like it's really rough hearing the difference in lyrics and how one of them's evocative and interesting, the other one's like flat and easy. And it's like the obvious quick, like the Three Days Grace song. And I'm not going to sing these; I'm just going to read them because the point is the lyrics. Is Three Days Grace says, uh, "Every time we lie awake, after every hit we take, every feeling that I get, but I haven't missed you yet. Every roommate kept awake by every sigh and scream we make." All the feelings that I get, but I still don't miss you yet. Only when I stop to think about it, I hate everything about you. Why do I love you? I hate everything about you. Why do I love you? Because they always have those Ramstein choruses where they just repeat one thing over and over again. I mm-hmm. hate then you have Sharpest of Lives by Michael Romance. You. 
I was like, well, it rains and it pours when you're out on your own. If I, if I crash on the couch, can, can I, I sleep, sleep in my, in my clothes? Because I spent the night dancing. I'm drunk, I suppose. If, if it, it looks, looks like I'm laughing, I'm really I, just like, asking sing you the, to see, leave this alone. It's such a good yeah. flow that I want to <laughs> yeah. instantly sing it because I know exactly how it's supposed yeah. to go just by reading it. You're in time for <laughs> the show. You're the one video. that I need. I'm the one that you loathe. You can watch me corrode like a beast in repose because I, I love all the poison away with the boys in the band. I've really been on a bender and it shows, but... So why don't you blow me a kiss before she goes? Give me a shot to remember and take away all the pain away from me. Your kiss and I will surrender. The sharpest lives are the deadliest to lead. A light to burn all the empires. So bright the sun is ashamed to rise and be in love with all of the vampires. So we, so you can leave like the sane abandon me. And it's like, see, like that's, that's actually good shit. <laughs> There's actually stuff yep. going on in the song. It's like three days grace is like, I want to write an angst song. What are the first words that come to mind? Print it. Just fucking print it. Fucking go for it. It's like it, and Blue like, and you yeah. rhyme and hate and gate and... It's fucking... It's, like, uh, it's just like, uh... I don't know, but like, that's a... No, that freaking song. So, like, I don't know. It's got a, it's got a good flow. It's got a good flow. And like, it keeps going. Like, like they but they have both have rebellion songs. So like, Three Days Grace is right. If you feel so empty, so used up, so let down, if you feel so angry, so ripped off, so stepped on, you're not the only one refusing to back down. You're not the only one, so get up. Let's start a riot. A riot. Let's start a riot. <laughs> Let's start a riot. A riot. <laughs> Let's start that's their chorus. I think, great. I think you Good should job. start a channel where you just read yeah. songs in like, fucking like a deadpan way. MCR is like, they're gonna clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make a citizen out of you. Because they sleep with a gun and keep an eye on you, son, so they can watch all the things that you do. Because the drugs never work, you're gonna they're gonna give you a smirk, because they've got methods of keeping you clean. They're gonna rip up your heads, your aspirations to shreds, another cog in the murder, murder machine. machine. They say, all teenagers scare the living shit out of me. They could care less as long as someone will bleed. So darken your clothes or strike a violent pose. Maybe they'll leave you alone, but not me. It's like this. There's just different quality levels here. Oh, and yeah. also the instrumentation's also better in My Chemical Romance. So they beat them there, too, because the fucking guitarist is really talented. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so fun to listen to, like, Dead or Teenagers or so on. And, like, my, and fucking Three Days Grace is just generic butt rock. It's so fucking <laughs> flat. It's so boring. It's boring on both <laughs> levels. It's worse on both levels. It's less cathartic. It's less meaningful. It ages poorly. And it's shittier instrumentation. So you can't even just zone out and enjoy it better on that level. Because it's just fucking power chords. <laughs> like, the MCR is so fucking good at their with their guitar and everything. And it's just like, it's just kind of a bummer. It's But it does require you to have... I think that's, you know, when people yeah. are younger, it's easier to fall into, like, you listen to Nickelback and you're like, oh, this is really cool. This is really fun because you don't listen to anything else. You don't have a point of yeah. reference. And and if you do, like, maybe maybe there's a, like, the thing, like, I remember when I started listening to metal, it was Metallica for me. Um, and I have friends who were like, oh, Megadeth is really cool or Pantera or whatever else or Iron Maiden. Um, and I was like, no, Hello Metallica me, is better. It's me again. <laughs> No Metallica is better. Sorry, I was just said, listening to Metallica. <laughs> yeah, sweating so, you know, there's, there's, 
it's easy as well to sort of create attachments to to the band that you like. And I mean, yeah. I guess maybe these days it's a little bit different because back in the day, like you need to get you'd need to get the CDs, you need to get all the like. It wasn't easy to listen to everything like it is right now. Like right now, you just go to YouTube and it, it's all there. Uh, and there back and in the also, day, it was it's all it's all art, and there's like 50 background context reasons for why yeah. everyone has yeah, everyone has the right to like art. whatever they like. like and I yeah you know. yeah like here's the reveal is that there's a plot twist here. There's I have a dark backstory with Three Days Grace, My Chemical Romance. Oh uh, yeah, I know. You know, you know about this? Yeah, I do. Of course yeah, because uh, when we were really when we, when we were much younger, uh, we got a bunch of <laughs> we do we get these Christmas presents and whatnot because childhood and whatnot. Because childhood, yeah, yeah, you get Christmas presents child, sometimes. Childhood and what? Uh, it wasn't coronavirus. And uh, yeah. <laughs> my brother and I got di- my brother and I got CDs uh, mixed in with all the other stuff too. But uh, I, uh, I got Three Days Grace as one X, uh, the one that has a little. The little white like paper dolls, paper doll people. Yeah. And one of them crossed out, which is the one that has uh, both the song. No, not but I hate everything's not on it. But uh, Riot is and pain is and so pain on. Pain without, without love, love, pain can't, can't get, get enough. enough. Like uh. that's all the that's the that's the level the lyrics are on. It's it's Ramstein, but in English. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, that's I'm a good description. Germans that that's really Ramstein good roots as better. well. But uh, I, to be. <laughs> To be clear with the Ramstein fans, I don't know that much Ramstein. I just know a couple songs, and I just get frustrated by the fact that I took one year of German and could already fully translate them, because the songs have ten words total in them, and they repeat over and over again. And I don't like that. Uh, it's but, very much... The, but, Ramstein is know, also very much a reaction to other br- broader trends in the metal scene. It's complicated to analyze yeah. why they are the way they are. But So I got one X, and my brother got uh, The Black Parade by Matt Chemical Romance. And he was not happy because there was this whole stigma in school at those days about emos and how it's cringe to be an emo. Not cringe because we didn't have cringe as a word yet. I mean, it was a word, but not that way. It wasn't popular to yeah, use in that yeah. way. It was just more so but like... Functionally, it was cringe to be an emo, and that's what everyone was shitting on all the time. So he was like mad. He got an, e- uh, an emo album for Christmas. So being a nice brother, I traded with him. And boy, did I trade up unknowingly. Dude, fate, fate, <laughs> fate happened that day. So I, grew, I spent years listening to Three Days Grace, just fucking thundering through the wall, through the walls as it as it's played loudly on a stereo in the neighboring room. While I'm listening to my Kimoka romance with my headphones on and stuff like that. You know, uh, it's funny because I was so, aware so of that. biases exist, but also I'm right. <laughs> biases exist, and I was aware of them when I went to Barnes and Noble and bought that album anyway and just didn't tell my friends I bought that album and listened to it because yeah. I definitely wasn't part of the emo crowd despite my <laughs> frequenting of Hot Topic. But. You, gotta, you gotta hide it. You gotta hide it in shame even though that band was better than basically all the bands that were supposed to be better back then. I'm trying to remember like <laughs> what my friend was trying to get me to listen to. It was something. See, that's the thing is I can't remember it now because yeah, it wasn't something that stuck around. And I was like, "Hey, what about this?" And they were like, "That's kind of dark, Stephanie." Yeah, <laughs> I like never had the same <laughs> music kind of as my dark. friends. Yeah. <laughs> by the by, the time you're talking about, I was listening to things like Nine Inch Nails and, and See, like, even me, worse than that, Film Troll too. and stuff. Yeah, no, I was listening. I was to finding out all then. about the. Jane, Jane's Addiction at that time. I was like, I was doing a whole 90s thing. I did like Alice in Chains a lot. And like, I still, certain I still genres do, of, but. There's certain genres of music that you're. And he you're, dropped the bomb. 
that you're there's certain genres that you're literally afraid that oh they 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 might be Nazis these people we I need to do some <laughs> background research on this and that's like that's, seriously that, there's some bands that are that's just some of the there. hate too like the hate that goes at some of these bands like Nickelback and so on there's two stages one sheer popularity breeds contempt and it's often deserved but not always completely deserved sometimes people disproportionately hate things just because they're popular like undertale and it's not really fair to the thing that they're mad at or genshin impact keith fuck you (laughs) (laughs) there's also things people get mad at because they're just awful and they're sick of hearing that and it's just lowest common denominator stuff and that's why it's popular and that's frustrating like transformers or nickelback uh but there's the additional layer (laughs) of why some people hate some of these bands is that they don't they didn't necessarily earn it the first way, but instead they aged. And it's a certain aspect of like, if you look oh. back at your teenage music, a lot of it's about this. He- it's a-, a lot of it got to be your favorite music at that age via a lot of emotional pandering. And sometimes it's because the stuff is genuinely cathartic and well-written and interesting. And sometimes it's just because it's lazy pandering to teenage angst and so on. And you look back at that and you're ashamed of yourself. And so that makes you lash out at those bands and and shit on them all the more. And so when you when you're like, oh, I like in my case, like I used to listen to Nickelback. I had a Nickelback poster, and it's like, I wow, boy, do not like looking back at that. <laughs> it does not make me happy. And there's also like, and also when you, when you age, you music hits differently. Obviously, I think we discussed this. <laughs> we discussed this on a previous episode of this, but yeah, it's like you go back to listen to uh chocolate rain <laughs> or uh killing in the name of and you're like oh fuck uh, well, as a teenager i was just like fuck you you're too i would do what you tell me but then nowadays you're like oh my god it's a song about the history of yeah. hiring police from the from Some kkk of those that work like, are the same that burn crosses yeah. see, i always listen to lyrics even as a kid and so i was always like my mom's like don't yeah. sing that one in school and i was yeah. like all right mom like because when i'm like 13 or whatever it's like the same level like critical acclaim by my by uh avenge sevenfold is just like killing the name of by a rage against the machine even those are two mutually exclusive ideas and those two think those two bands would kill each other if they saw each other in person <laughs> like it's a bad that's those ideas do not mix but the 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 shitty shallow teenage catharsis that those lyrics provide do mix so as a teenager you mix and match and it's like you're not really consuming it with depth necessarily or you are i don't know your life but a lot of people don't especially as teenagers because uh, they don't even have context for like half the stuff any anyway yet because their schools are lying to them about history uh, <laughs> which isn't great either uh, yeah but then you grow up and you're like oh my god rage against the machine hits different these people are fucking rad and fucking avenge sevenfold are bootlickers <laughs> they're horrible yeah. garbage people and all their lyrics are about bad ideas and they're trying to act like they're and punk, trend cool. chasers as well from a, yeah. from a musical perspective they're trying to act like they're all metal and punk and cool but they're actually just like lazily succumbing to propaganda and shitting on liberals and anyone else that wants to actually do anything about the bad things in the world and it's like oh no these long rants in the middle of critical acclaim these aren't cathartic at all these are dark these are too real because this is just what you hear every day (laughs) like this was the Mm. the, the, it was the adam sandler of metal where it's just like the most lazy fucking base level easy pandering and when you hear it as an adult it's just depressing you know avenge sevenfold has always been I, I was kind of a, I was kind of bummed out that they used the, all the uh, fear and loathing imagery in their in their their whole backcountry music video. Wasn't back con- oh, was backcountry yeah. not in that movie? I haven't seen it. Well, yeah, what? 
You're asking if Backcountry, the song, was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? I don't really know when these things came out. Oh my gosh. There's like a huge time difference. Is it? Okay. Yes. I, yeah, I, 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 knew yeah. about the, I knew about the connection, so no. I just I assumed that it might have been in the movie. No, they basically, they, they reenact parts of the movie in their music video, but like, uh. I, uh, oh, damn it, what the fuck, I can't remember the, oh no, I'm a failure, I can't remember the author's name right now. I'm thinking of Ralph Sedman, who's the illustrator, but that's not all I'm trying to say, because I... I've read other books by this author. Who's the author? Oh, yeah. Living like, in Las they're Vegas. Like, they're like seven years oh, apart. You're talking about. Uh, Who am I talking about? Oh my gosh, I'm a failure. His attorney. Uh, I can't help. Nisha Del Toro. Like, no, 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 no. No, what's his name? Uh, oh, Hunter Thompson. Hunter Thompson. Hunter Thompson. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, don't don't kill me, internet. But no, <laughs> the man but he got he, shot through a cannon. He would not appreciate. What? He has my favorite suicide note of all time, by the way. Yeah. But he would Jesus. not. He would not appreciate. I don't think he would like them using that. Suicide note coloring book too. I have a serial killer coloring book. She has a serial killer coloring book. What a problem. She researches serial killers like extensively. And then when she feels like she's done, she then colors in that page of the coloring book. Yeah. (laughs) It's a hell of a tone shift. That's (laughs) really. There's some whiplash there. It's peaceful. I spend every day watching at least five videos on serial killers, but like, I don't. How how are there that many? People kill a lot. Uh, what is dude, there are, Yeah, there are a lot of serial killers. I don't know if you know this, but uh, some of them are just not worth putting on the news because they're just not great people. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. You mean the other ones public, are? Yes, yeah, those <laughs> ones are like publicly more tame to talk about than the ones that are like, yeah, you know, he just like did things that are clearly not okay for 10 years. <laughs> and then we just kind of figured it out finally. And you're like... Uh, Great. <laughs> I saw, well, I saw well, the other day. You can day, find I, Andrew and uh, Stephanie's new serial killer <laughs> podcast if you just go on iTunes and search uh, Killing Them Softly. <laughs> to color a killer. <laughs> oh, to color a killer. I reckon that's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> just call a podcast like Serial Killer Coloring Book. Yeah, and you just watch like, you watch me color it as I talk and I dub over it and it's just me talking about what they did. I was gonna say I like I like the <laughs> That's idea of there's YouTube like yeah. you're, you're learning about a serial killer and as it's happening, yeah, in the background Stephanie's just drawing or it's like, like draw my in. life, but it's you coloring in a serial killer page while explaining all of their misdeeds. I'm gonna choose red for the blood because that seems like that makes sense. But you know like he had beautiful blue eyes. I'm going to color them blue. Like, I'm just, Those I'm just blue eyes were enough to lure in 17 victims. Yeah. Like. He, he, was, he was typically handsome, and thus the female victims really trusted him right off the bat, which is a mistake. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but there's there's a lot. Uh, there's there's definitely a lot in that rabbit hole. And it it's still happening today, which is the more concerning part. <laughs> yep. like there's, there's still just serial killers right now happening. And there's just no time. No one's got time to talk about it. There's so much other stuff in the world. Um, too busy building a wall. On like a Can't very both. a very brief side note, because you know, because I can get into like movies. Uh, I saw this movie called Maniac that stars Elijah Buff or not? Elijah, oh my gosh, Elijah Wood. Oh, I said Shia LaBeouf. I was a Shia LaBeouf. I meant to say Elijah Wood. That's the ship. That's the shipping name. That's the. Elijah is distinctly it's, it's, not buff. It's a well. That's what's. It's funny because in this movie he's a serial killer, which is now like Elijah Wood. You know, look. You just don't think of him as being a serial killer, but it's all shot. How many serial killers has he it's, played? It's all it, But this one's all shot in the first person, which is why I wanted 
pointed out because in the movie you just hear his thoughts and he's he stalks women and he kills them and it's all shot in the first person and he also has this obsession with uh with uh mannequins and so he like uses the body parts of his victims and like attaches them to the mannequins and talks to them in his house but it's all shot from the first person so you only see elijah wood when he's like in the bathroom washing his hands or he like sees the reflection of himself strangling a girl or something but it is a fascinating movie and i really recommend it it's called maniac Mm. Mm. if you want like a dark romp like there you go a dark romp Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I, was, I got distracted because no, I was bringing up an image of Elijah Wood, the serial killer with the Charlie Brown shirt from Sin City with all of his arms and legs cut off. I watched... That's, that was a, that's what happened in that movie. That was a yeah. fucking film. <laughs> I watched that movie in theaters with my grandfather. Uh, <laughs> and that was the last time he ever took me to the movies. Oh, no. Uh, He he went because I I really wanted to go and no one else in my family wanted to go. And my grandfather was like, well, I'll go with you then. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was like, all right, thanks. And then when we ended it, he was like, I'll never go to the movies with you again. And I was like, "Okay, that's that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) He he doesn't he does not like graphic gore uh, kind of stuff. And so I was because that one had like the yellow man in it, right? Yeah, that had a lot of uh, the weird distressing bloated dude. Yeah, he just was like, I don't, I don't want to come back with you to the movies. <laughs> Not after <laughs> like what the, you, you picked like the, this time. Yeah, he's like, I, I don't, I don't think our movie tastes align very much. <laughs> I, I, I was pleased because I, I, I took my younger brother, who right now he's sixteen, but it was like a, you know maybe like a year ago. I took him to go see Midsummer, which is kind of a weird, like it's kind of I don't know, I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but I remember the movie ended. And that's like a pretty w- bizarre and gory and disturbing movie. And the movie ended. I remember thinking to myself, okay, either my brother's going to think I'm really weird for picking out this movie or he's going to think it was cool. And we both looked at each other and I waited for him to talk first. And he was like, I really liked that. And I was like, good. Okay, little brother. <laughs> we can go see the lighthouse now. Like, <laughs> You can survive. <laughs> yes. Like you, you have made me very proud today. You know, people just have really distinct tastes, and you have these moments where you like, you like, because like, yeah, you like you, because like we both, we both, we both have like certain people where if they don't like something, we get really intrigued by that movie all of a sudden because it must be really interesting. Yeah, <laughs> like you have like the exact opposite <laughs> reaction, like oh, they have shit taste and they hated it. They thought it was boring. Number one priority. All of a sudden, I can't wait. I really like Doro Hodoro. Yeah, Doro Hodoro is great. Or like, like we were about to watch The Hunt, and somebody was just like, "That movie's boring. It was stupid." And it's like, and you're like, you're like, no, no I want to watch it even more. And it was, great. and it was correct. Yes, The Hunt was so good. That came up in the movie recommend. Oh, Kiki. Oh, no, did, not, did you hear my dog? Kiki. Yeah, Kiki's also here, but I no. did. She, she I yawned. Just, I just, I just had the register of like, oh fuck, we forgot to do your movie recommendations. We'll have to do them next time. Uh, the, yeah, do them next time because I don't well, want to keep you guys here forever. Yeah. Do you know what happened when we did ours? Did you guys it took talk so about long it? That we had, we, yeah, it took yeah. four hours, so I, I cut it into <laughs> yeah, two episodes. Split. We kept getting sidetracked. <laughs> we had to split yeah, into yeah. two. Next time, next time Stephanie's on the podcast, we'll do her five movies finally. I'll just, I'll just, like, mm-hmm. I'll just like yell them out and then not elaborate on why. I'll just say, watch this. <laughs> 
That's that's not allowed. That's yeah. you can't do that. That's the rules. <laughs> so it's probably about time to close out for today, huh? Mm-hmm. We've been keeping we've been keeping Colonel up for a while. Three questions. That was that was weird. that was progress. We did it. Oof. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't forget oh, to send so, your questions. Oh, to... that question says Happy Birthday, Stephanie. Oh no! It's like, okay. Well, it's, it goes. It's from September. Uh, oh. We're bad people. Not that people. Not that many people ask questions. If you want to send a question in, send it to dialoguechoicespodcast at gmail dot com. Spelled the same way as the podcast title. There's multiple ways to spell the word dialogue. Enjoy. Uh, Jake Morrow, I'll answer your question next time. Thank you yeah, for the happy birthday we'll get, wishes. We'll get back to that one. I have the same birthday as you because I remember you put that in the comments once. Because I remember who this is. It's always nice when people have the same birthday. I sometimes find out that people have the same birthday as me, and I'm like, ah, it's great. I will, especially I if I like them. If I don't like them, I will never Ooh, not bring I up win. the fact that I have the same birthday as, first of all, uh, Meat Meatloaf and Joseph Joestar. No, just saying. I mixed up the Joes. The Joe No, Joes. Joseph is is he's no, he's the sexy grandpa in part three, and he's <laughs> he's handsome boy in part two. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you seen him he's uh <laughs> i'm gonna type pretty buff I think, jojo I think the instinct, sexy grandpa i think the instinct is that we think like, what are the chances of of them having the same birthday Hell as yeah. me is that him? yeah it, it came but first the is, first result by the way joseph joestar came up for when you type in sexy grandpa jojo's result is a confusing picture it's a it's that's, a, that's a, uncle grandpa oh, is it? from cartoon network oh yeah. This is Buenos Dias. I'm but sorry, the, Colonel Major. I just you. posted a picture of Meatloaf. No, I, w- I was saying that what are the chances is like what we think when we find out that somebody has the same birthday as we do. But that's, you know, the chances are probably 100% because there's always famous people having the same the birthday we do. So the, the chances are more when we find those people and their birthday rather than, you know. There are there are more people than there are days of the year. Well, and people have also like <laughs> have have like lived famous and died. People. So like the, famous people I, have I been like cataloged. People. Yeah, uh, actually, Wikipedia probably has a, li- a list for every day. Yeah, have you looked up yours uh, before? Yeah. No, I haven't. But it's kind of fun. I, 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 I'll have to do that. <laughs> I only just I only know as Joseph Joestar because he mentions it specifically in the show, which like made me wig out when I saw it for the first time. Because I was like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, I got John Cena. Oh! Get dunked on, y'all. Wow, what an invisible birthday. <laughs> Damn it, that's why no one came to my birthday parties. Aww. I got George, George Lopez. George Lopez? I don't know these people. John Oliver? Do you have John Oliver? I've got Cal Penn. Yeah. From Harold Kumar. Famous birthdays I wish I had known. Okay, tell me. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Solid. Good. No, he um, not oh, G- Gigi Hadid. She's famous. Let's see. These I just are... like I just like uh, Meatloaf. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I Kevin, Kevin Bacon, John Rockefeller. Uh, Kevin Bacon's pretty good. These, I don't know who any of these other people are. Uh. Uh, total. Oh, I have John Oliver. Um, yeah. So I just said. I, I didn't read. I, I, I scrolled right past him apparently, <laughs> and I did not register. Jaden Smith. You have Jaden oh, Smith. Oh. That means you love Toblerones. 
No. Can can you <laughs> see if your eyes aren't even real? I need to watch that anime already because people are real split. People really it's... love and hate that anime. Yeah, I kind of want to watch that one too for the exact same reason. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's it, everybody. Thanks for watching. Like always, send in questions to dialoguechoicespodcast at gmail.com. Do it. Like, comment, subscribe. Subscribe. Don't do it. Subscribe. We and fi- ring the bell. You can ding, find ding. us on your <laughs> uh, various podcast audio feeds. If if you don't see, if you don't find us by searching dialogue choices, you might find us by searching for nerds. F O U R nerds, because changing RSS feeds or whatever the fuck is confusing and hard. <laughs> and I'm still using the same SoundCloud for, uh, thing. I've been using the same SoundCloud for like six consecutive different podcasts now. So. Had it, had re, rebranding it is confusing, but it has a paid subscription and people subscribe to it. So I don't want to like make a new one every time the podcast changes title. <laughs> so there it is. See you guys next time. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye.